Yeah, I'd rather be seen than not seen. Yeah, and then it's like, um, oh, but I live 45 minutes away, so I check the, the, the my phone and I check the timer, and I'm like, okay, well, if you're 45 minutes away, you're not going to make it before we close, but we open, you know, we're open 12 to 7, Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 5 on Sunday, you know, stop in, and uh, he hangs up on me. Like, douche. A lot of hanging up to I do that sometimes, though, when it's a really, not... Not in that situation where I'm trying to be helpful. I'll just, they'll, and they hang up me. Yeah, I'm furious. But I, if somebody's like just being super rude to me, yeah, I will hang up on you. See oh, what yeah, you should have done. Before, but. You should have called them back. Be like, I'll pay you a million dollars. Come down here right now, and then like told them the wrong address. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That'd been funny. <laughs> Fucker. Hey, everyone, ready? Yeah. Are we recording? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Why do you say damn? <laughs> okay. Alright, hello and welcome to the 28th episode of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I am here with... Daniel Newkirk. Cody Dietrich. Tyler Tipton. Alright, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Yes. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, it's safe to say none of us are mothers. One no. Time. It's safe to say we're all, we all have mothers. Yes. Did we wish them a happy Mother's Day? Absolutely. Did, did you? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I right. love you, Mommy. I even wished Cody's mom a happy Mother's Day. Yeah, I like how Cody's mom gets a tweet, but our mom don't get a tweet. She stopped listening, so <laughs> you know what? Forget her. <laughs> okay. Wait, your mom listens? Yeah, I subscribed her to the channel, and she's listened to a couple episodes. Nice. Hi, Mom. She, she better listen to this one. You should have right. your mom as, like, a special guest. Uh, she wouldn't like that. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, before we begin, I want to thank Sean again for coming and Maybe, playing with I don't us. Know. No, Say coming again and playing with us? Yeah. I would thank you to Sean. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Sean Seacrease of the Tryhards. Yes. Uh, a lot of fun having him on last episode. Also, yeah. big thanks to Alex Trapini for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Trapini? I think so. Yeah, sounds, sounds right. All right. If, that's, sounds if right. that is not correct, please correct us. Yeah, don't unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Screw these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, thank you. Okay. Um, so, episode 28. Uh, trivia to get into anyone uh, anyone bring anything up for again tonight's trivia in, into tonight's topic no let's do it alright how many hand drawn frames are in Disney's Snow White oh now, now here it takes 24 frames per second that's 24 hand drawn frames for one second of film it was 83 minutes long so I'm not going to so do the math that just be 24 times 83 oh is that right <laughs> uh, 16172 It was one. Oh no, that's that's not that's, right. that's, that's not how math works at all. That's not how math works at all. It completely got me because I don't know how math works. It was uh, hold on, hold on. okay. It was 83 minutes. 83 minutes long. 1992. It it was 119,500 hand drawn frames. Okay then. All right. What? We just yep. All right. What are Moving the? On. Now I didn't do the math. The internet did the math. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Wikipedia. And uh, honestly, I was not the first person to Google that. Oh, eh? that's twenty-four. Okay, I did twenty-four frames a minute. <laughs> that's a real slow-moving cartoon. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, actually, back in the old days, when uh, back in the original old cinema days, there to to do the film right, so there would be there would be uh, I think so. You'd have the film. You are you talking about how when Disney first did Snow White, it would instead of drawing the entire scene, 
panel, panel, panel. He did the one background scene, and then all the movement was done on separate screens. No, no, no. I'm talking about like <laughs> the actual cin- like back in the uh, actual cinema, back in like when the Lemire brothers were doing it to do that. So you'd have the camera. So a, a frame would drop down in front, of, and then the iris would open, let the light through, burn the image on the iris, and then it would close. Another frame, another a frame would drop, iris would open, burnt light. Okay, so, so when they played it, there, there, there was, uh, it was really cool. So if it was an hour long, you're actually only watching 30 minutes of footage because it was a frame of footage, black frame of footage, black, and then when they, when they played it at 24 frames per second, which is, which was the standard now. Then I think they, they can do like 60 frames per second now. So it it was actually you were watching an hour long thing. It was you were only actually lo- watching thirty minutes of actual footage. Yeah, and then your mind would would fill in the details. Yes, it's pretty cool. It, huh. It's like that. Uh, you can still read a paragraph of, of words and such, and the words be all jumbled up, but your mind automatically makes it, puts it in the right order for you because all the right letters are there for the word, so your mind just does the rest anyway. Yeah. As long as the first letter the first and last letter, letter are the, in the right place. But only one in five people, according to Facebook, can do that. I'm, I'm so tired of those. Well, if Facebook said it, then that's yeah. correct. Okay, sorry. I'm, one trivia question in, I've already derailed the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are the names of the three godmothers in Disney Sleeping Beauty? Laura... Ooh, Fauna, ah, and uh, Meriwether. That is amazing. Like, how did you know that? That is a man who just watched it the other day. Yeah, uh-huh. I've only seen Sleeping Beauty like once. Wow. We, 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 me and Tyler, Mother's Day yesterday, we watched Shrek to prepare for tonight's podcast. Shrek, Shrek, yeah, yeah. great right. movie, horrible movie. Uh, I've la- it too many times. last uh, question before we get into tonight's. How many languages have the Grim Fairy Tales been translated into? 69. No. Uh, 112? Close. 160 languages with 120 different editions in the U.S. alone. Wow. That was my next guess. Okay. So with today being Mother's Day, we at the 3D, it's sticking, wanted to talk about something related to mothers. So we thought fairy godmothers, then we thought fairy tales, then I think I did that backwards. We thought fairy tales, then we thought fairy godmothers. Then we thought, what are the difference, differences between Disney versions of fairy tales and the Grimm fairy tales? And then we thought, Adam's a fairy, and we just okay. went with it. Ran right. with it. <laughs> so, how would you guys define a fairy tale? Hmm. Well, I think it's some sort of like, like high fantasy type of idea that is designed to teach, like some sort of um, moral or some sort of um, uh, lesson to children. Okay. I I can get behind that part way, but then another thought is just good thing will happen. Good things will happen to good people. Not at first. Not at first. Not at first. Yeah, your but. life's gonna suck for a long time. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, the uh, Wikipedia uh, defined it as a fairy tale. Wonder Tale, Magic Tale, or Marshawn, probably not saying that right, is a folklore genre that takes the form of a short story that is typically features entities such as dwarves, dragons, elves, fairies, giants, gnomes, goblins, griffins, mermaids, 
talking animals, trolls, unicorns, or witches, and usually ma usually has magic or enchantments. So Harry Potter's fairy tale. It has all those well, it says fairy tales may be distinguished from other folk narratives such as legends blah, 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 and, ex and have explicitly moral tales including beast fables. Yeah, like I think that's the, that's the difference between a fantasy story and a fairy tale is the moral of the story. Because every fairy tale has a moral. I, w I wanted to ask you that. So when I, was, when I was doing the research on this, so magic would not be considered in the fairy tale realm. Because it has, because it has, magic has like trolls and unicorns and witches, right? Yeah, all of those things. All of those things are indicative of pretty much any high fantasy genre. Um, but you don't call them fairy tales. So Magic: The Gathering's not a fairy tale game. So um, it's it's the moral that caught and makes it the. I, I that's that was the moral I, or the lesson learned. That's for me because I mean you don't call Lord of the Rings a fairy tale. But Lord of the Rings has all of those things. Could it be? Like sitting there a lesson? Don't take what I'm, doesn't never, belong to you. Cherish what you have. I mean, I don't know. Like I said last week, I don't know jack shit about magic, but I mean, is there is there any like morals in the game? Or yeah, I mean, is it, you could you could find a morality tale everywhere, but the goal is always to tell an entertaining story, not teach a moral. But I, I mean, you could. I just think like fairy tales have waste not want not probably wouldn't Waste be not. like yes. stigma the right word but you know a game like Magic or like you said Lord of the Rings people wouldn't necessarily like it to be associated with a fairy tale so is it is it basically the way they classify uh, music where it's got rock and roll then you got like indie rock you got alt rock you got college where it's like man it's just all rock and roll uh, yeah yeah I think that's one way to put it I mean if, and it's hard a fairy tale is just a fantasy story but there's that one kind of distinction uh, that, that makes a difference. So, so fairy tales have, have been around since before written uh, written history. It was a very it was an oral tradition. So yeah, would do a sorry okay. So <laughs> would you so the term like the fantasy realm the how what would you what would you, Spit everywhere. What would you call it? The Magic, The Gathering, Lord of the Rings. You call that like a fantasy? Yeah, I call it high fantasy. Is high fantasy. What I refer to it. So as. that that's the new term that's come into this. So if if none of that had came, so if we were sitting around a campfire and we were talking about uh, um, the the ring and all all that, that would be considered a fairy tale at the time. That's kind of my understanding, but again, the intent. Yeah. So if your intent is to entertain. You're telling a story. Okay. If your intent is to teach, you're telling a fairy tale. Okay, so so they use fairy tales as like like look, kid, come here. Um, I was the boy who cried wolf. That's what I was, exactly what I was gonna yeah, do. Exactly. Like, okay, look, look, Junior. Um, today when uh, we were all there skinning our, our food for supper, and you said uh, you said the old saber tooth, not saber tooth, <laughs> the old saber tooth. I'm thinking. Is that how that story goes? I'm thinking of Flintstones here. <laughs> Remind so, me not to let you tell stories you to my kids. You said the old woolly mammoth here was attacking us. There was nothing there. So let me tell you the story of... Uh, okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry for the loudness. We, we all got mics now. We all got a new studio. That hit my crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Cody just molested a $10,000 microphone. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and turn your mic down a little bit, Cody. 
<laughs> so what makes it worse is the comment when we were getting that picture taken a few weeks ago. What? When you're like, now we know better not to stand in front oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, a- anyway. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're good. Oh, yeah, sorry, that so, was on me. I bumped the table and... I we went with I dick. went with cheaper mic stands because I, I just I uh, saw I had money for so, maybe it wasn't the best idea. You get what you pay uh, for, I guess. I want to build you know some stuff so we can just have the mic swing down. I they ha- they have those are really cheap, but it's the setup. Anyway, Cody, give me a quick mic test. Hello, can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Brand new mic. Daniel breaks at day one. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> so so basically, the fairy tales were used as like a scolding device back in like the oral tradition days. Yeah, kind of. I wasn't necessarily a scolding device, more of a way to scold the basically make a kid not do something as not a repercussion of them doing it, but to, so they don't do it in the first place. It was you. Why hurt your kid physically when you can scar them emotionally and mentally? <laughs> and their fairy tales came into being. I like I like it. Coming from a true father. There you go. <laughs> okay. The father of two. Okay. Um, one and three fourths. One and three fourths. So, what? Okay. So, as, as always, what are some of our favorite fairy tales? Whether it be just written down ones or movies or just any ones your grandpa or whatever told you as a child. I don't know if I have a favorite one. I kind of like the horror elements of like the giant whale and Pinocchio. Uh, to this day, still scares me, and the giant Ursula coming. Things merging out of water terrify the crap out yep. of me. That's why no. he was so like, "Oh, Meg's gonna be so scary." Yeah, yeah. never play Shadows of the Colossus. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, if we go see Meg as a group, I, my armpits will be completely sweaty, my pants will be sweat through, my knees on my pants yeah, will be sweat, sweat through. <laughs> so, so this difference? So Ursula emerging from the water. Uh, used to terrify me as a child and I refuse to watch it as an adult. I don't like merging. I don't like the ocean. I don't like things in the ocean. What a pansy. Yeah. Now I actually am I am completely racist against things in the ocean. I don't care. I'll openly admit it. I hate the animals in the ocean. <laughs> you know what's in the ocean? <laughs> Asia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I derailed this. So that was some of my favorite fairy tales. Uh, other than that, I really don't care for the movies or I haven't really read the books or anything, so... I think my favorite uh, fairy tale is probably, uh, oh boy, probably Beauty and the Beast. I really, really like Beauty and Did the Beast. Did you like the live action? I haven't seen it yet. Oh. It's, on, it's on my deli- my it's, watch. It's good. Yeah. Um, but I also really liked... Um, the music in that's great. I, I, I like that. Uh, a Little Red Riding Hood. I always really enjoyed Little Red Riding Hood. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the damn name of it. Uh, it is... I used to like because this like I used to have this VHS like remember you, everybody remember VHS like I'm sure yes. this table but if we have uh-huh. any younger listeners it used to be before DVDs it was a VHS of nothing but animated uh, fairy tales and stuff okay. one of my favorite ones from them was had to do with this girl and she had her all she had it was about this princess and she had seven older brothers okay and it has the classic tale the father remarries this marries this woman from the woods who turns out to be a witch well the father dies and the queen's like i'm going to take the witch says i'm going to take over this kingdom and she proceeds to turn all the kids into swans well the little girl gets away 
Is the Swan Princess? No, no, it's not Swan Princess. It's just Black Swan. No, it's not not that. Oh. I can't remember the damn Swan name. Swan Lake. It's nothing That's... to do with Swan Lake. No, it's. Oh. Well, anyway. Thank you, Google. Daniel's bringing out Google. Anyway, continue, Cody. Busting out the big guns. Well, uh, she escapes into the woods, okay. and she's like, I'm all alone. And then her brothers come as swans to say, there's a way to break this curse, but it's going to cost you. Oh, you're not going to be able to speak for, you're going to have to, wit, uh, you're going to have to weave together cloaks of marigolds. Uh, it's a type of yellow flower, I think. Okay. And... But while you're doing this, you may not speak or utter a single sound. Oh. And then she has to, basically, to get her brothers back, she has to weave together all this stuff for, like, I think, like, seven years. That'd suck if you're doing that. Like, you're almost done, and, like, you mess up, and you're like, fuck, and then... Exactly. That sort of thing. That sort of dedication. Not a single okay. sound. And then the classic, the prince, like, oh, there's a, there, there's a beautiful woman in the woods, and he finds her, and he won't, she won't speak to him at all but he's in so in love with her beauty that he takes her back to the castle marries her without a single word they have a child together and then oh no the evil queen comes and then she's like oh she's not talking because she's a witch and all this and then the brothers come with the cloaks and all this stuff and then they're like we are human again we're taking back the kingdom I have the. I am uh, blown. Completely Daniel, lost. Tell I me, understand. Please tell me you found it. I've got it. Yeah. yeah all right. It cool. It's the Six Swans by Brothers Grimm. Oh, but that doesn't really have a. Oh, and then. Uh, how does it actually end though? In the does it say how it ends? Because that sounded like way too happy of a ending for a Grimm uh, fairy tale. On the let's see. Uh, the young queen gives birth to two new children. Um, the king is unable to keep protecting her and unable to properly defend her. The queen is sentenced to be burned at the stake. Yeah, On the day of the execution, the queen has all but finished making the shirts for her brothers because she's making shirts out of nettles. Right. Uh, the only last shirt misses a left is missing a left arm. Um, as she's about to be burnt, the seven years expire and the six swans come flying through the air. She throws the shirts over her brothers and they regain their human form. Though the youngest prince's left arm remains a wing due to the missing sleeve. And then the queen is now free to speak, and she can defend herself against the accusations. She does so with the support of her brothers, and the mother-in-law returns the baby she stole, and she is the one who's burned at the stake as punishment. That'd be hard to prove, because she's going to be burned at the stake for being a witch. And then, and then she just magically turns these geese into humans again, and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm not a witch, I just did that shit, but... And then, uh, well, the problem is that she didn't weigh the same as a duck, <laughs> so she's not a witch. Yeah. And then my other one was Burnham. Uh, it's the one about the four animals who are oh. traveling to join an opera, and they're going to sing, and because they're all fixing to be either slaughtered or sold off, and so instead of doing that, they leave their farms and stuff to travel to join, join an opera. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it, yeah. You know, like, it, like I said, obscure, I know. Okay, not not to, not to get too political, because I, I don't, but do you, would would the Grimm, let's say William and Jacob, or Wilhelm and Jacob existed today, in today's social climate, would all that pass, all their their stories probably wouldn't be able to pass through today's oh. social climate? No, I mean, no. just looking at the way that... Too uh, depressing. Yeah, the, well, the way the Grimm's uh, fairy tales get changed... Be you know, appropriate 
30 years ago, and we talk about how things, uh, those Disney movies would never be made at this day and era, you know? No, the original Grim Fairy Tales would never get written. Uh, same thing with a lot of the Hans Christian Andersen uh, fairy tales. Okay. Uh, what about, uh, do you guys watch the... The guy, uh, the guys from Lost, their second Once show. Upon a time. Yeah, thank you. What do you guys think? You guys are watching that? I like, I liked it, for like the first few seasons, and then now I think it's like most shows, it's just run its course. Long and in the just tooth. Shoot it. Yeah, I hung in there for a real long time. Then they it bring got in, real bad. Then they bring in everything. They brought in Peter Pan. They brought yep. in Jafar, mm-hmm. they, who was uh, what's his face from Lost, right? That was in their spinoff. Yeah, Once Upon. And the, then they time brought. Yeah, yeah, and then they brought in a different Jafar. Like, season one was really good. Okay. And then season two, it started to go downhill because they started breaking it into, like, season two, part A had one plot, and then season two, part B had a different plot. So they tried doing the Lost method, and they yeah. keep Yeah, and then, them. like, season three, you're like, all right, I'll, I'll keep hanging in there. And then you're just like... Then four got better, and then five was like, yeah, all right, I'm done. Is it is the show still on? It is. Oh, uh, man. My mom still watches it. Did, uh, so where are they brought in? Oh, oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I checked out. I checked out right around the uh, the time that King Arthur was relevant. Yeah. I watched the King Arthur arc, and then I finished the Hades arc. Yeah. And they brought like, in Hades? Yeah, they brought in Hades. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. This is a beef I have, because I'm, I'm big into Greek mythology. You um, wouldn't like it. Was Hades a... Diabolical, like the 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 modern Christian version of the devil, or is he more like just a man? He was James doing Woods, Hercules, Hades. He was a comic, comedian. Similar. He had kind of dumb. Some, he had no. some laughing lines, but yeah, yeah, he was mostly like a like an evil overlord kind of character. So he was yeah. basically a Satan. Yeah. Okay, I, I dislike that because that's not what Hades was. No, I mean he was. Yeah, there was a little bit more to it. Like, if I remember, there was a love plot between him and... The Wicked Witch. Yeah, the Wicked Witch of Oz. Yeah. But they, was... brought in, they brought in the Oz guys, yep, too? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Tin Man and all of them? No, no, no just uh, the witch. Yeah, the Wicked Witch. I thought there was someone else there, too. No, they had, like, the Council of Witches and, like, the but the Wicked Witch of the West. She was the main one. Yeah, yeah they brought in everyone. Then, like... Then they brought in the land of unfinished stories with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And How, wait, how's that unfinished? That That's just, that's the land that they're from. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right, sorry. Yeah, I checked out right when they were introducing a lot of that stuff, and I didn't, I didn't watch it. Yeah, like, now, like, they've gotten rid of, like, all, like, most of the cast left. Like, Cameron from House is gone. Well, her. So, did they finish her story, or she's just like, I, I'm done with this show? She left, and then like they jumped, they time jumped from her son, who's like was a kid, now he's an adult, and then like they replayed, like the opening scene of like the show was her son Henry coming to find her and be like, I'm your son, and then like in season seven, like he was the adult, and this small Asian child's like, I'm your daughter. Like, uh, I no. wouldn't. I wouldn't accept that. Yeah, you probably not. Uh, spoilers for the show. By the way, yeah. even though we've been talking about it. Okay, well, so they went from fairy tales. Now they just took every literary character. Well, yeah, because Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde wouldn't be a fairy tale. No, they started doing that. They also really grabbed a lot of the the Disney stuff. 
So mm. like they, they did Frozen. Yeah, they had Elsa from Frozen in it. Um, well, that's that's actually based on an actual fairy yes. tale, right? Yes, it is. No, no. Snow Queen. Barely. Yeah, but they did closer to the fairy tale part than right, okay. Disney did. Well, but yeah, because they had Elsa and then they had the Ice Queen. Yeah. In the same arc. Yeah. Because they were. And then it the was. It was good. I like what they did with Peter Pan. I thought that was pretty. Oh yeah, yeah Peter, Peter Pan had a villain that was really yeah. really smart. I like the whole the sentient shadow and I I thought all that stuff was good. They'll have these points where it's just like, you know, you remember why you like that show, but like ninety five percent of the time you're just like, crap. Yeah, like I really like some of the morality shifts. Like Hook was being a good guy was good. Arthur being a bad guy was kind of foreseeable but good. Yeah. Um, I yeah. liked his redemption in where he takes over. They call it under Underbrook, which is basically Hades, because he was supposed to save a kingdom. So they put him in charge of that. I just missed some of the characters that they brought in, like some of the storylines, because they had like the romance between Mulan and Sleeping Beauty that they never really did anything with. Yeah. And then Little Red Riding Hood just disappeared for two or three seasons and then showed back up. Uh-huh. They did a lot of weak stuff in that show. Okay. Uh, we, we've touched on some of them, but what, what are some of the tropes of a fairy tale? Damsel in distress. Damsel in distress, right. Now, that, is that something that can be... Well, they, it was damsel in distress... But they've also said that in a, in in a way that the men need just as much saving as that the men kind of fumble their way through saving the damsel. Yeah, I always kind of looked at it as um, the women need physical saving, where the men need like emotional or mental saving. Okay. All right. Uh, it, it, uh, anyone else? Uh, evil stepmothers. Uh, yeah, they, they, they classify that as bad bosses, the kings, queens, ogres, witches, stepmothers, stuff like that. Um, uh, I would classify 3030 into this, anthropomorphic personifications. Yeah. I'm just and I guess talking animals and such. Yeah, talking trees, that kind of thing. Talking horse with a gun. You gotta go through crap to come out to get something good at the end. Yep. Uh, also, be careful what you wish for. Yes. There's always that. Uh, fairy, ox, uh, fairy ex machina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the curse is important. There's yes. always a curse of some kind. Not always, but it's a big. It's always a key fact. It's a key factor in a lot of them. And then the last one I wrote down was don't go in the woods. Yes. Into the woods. So that that brings me back to what I brought up earlier. Is a lot of them revolving around witches in the woods. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood having to go through the woods, the the woods around Be- the Beast's castle. Is that a lot of like, look, we're back in the village again. We got my whiteboard. We're back in the village again around a campfire. We have a whiteboard in a village. Yes. This M Night Shyamalan we're, we're village. Very, village. We're, we're very progressive <laughs> in this village. So does that go back to like, look, kid, don't be playing. Look, Junior, don't be playing in the woods, man. But let me tell you why. I had two villages over. They had a, they had this little girl <laughs> called Little Red Riding Hood. Let me tell you this story. This bitch. Do you, do you think that's you think, right? I don't know if that's how that. Okay, happened. in my defense, Little Red Riding Hood, her mother sends her into the woods to deliver something to her grandmother that lives miles away. Well, besides the reason why they went in the woods, it's still like 
like Tyler said. <laughs> Little Red Riding, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Um, That's how I tell stories to my son. <laughs> so, listen up, dude. Little Red Riding. Listen bitch. up, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's how I pictured. And then the thing about Wolf was like, "Be gone, thought." <laughs> that's just how I figured they talked to him. Like, "Hey, Junior, come here. Sit on my lap. I got something to tell you." <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that was going to the dark. Door. No, I was. <laughs> uh, okay. Before we get into t- into tonight's homework, did everyone do their homework? I did. Ish. Ish. Yes, I, I have my homework. I sitting right now. All right. Maybe. Oh, okay. I did do it. So. Is there any more things about fairy tales we want to talk Anything we like about fairy tales? Anything we dislike about fairy tales? Pros, cons? Has anyone, has anyone ever read Grimm's fairy tales? I, I, I have not read the original Grimm fairy tales. I, we, I, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of us just always seen the renditions. And like they said, they really undarkened them a lot from what I've heard. Yeah, I actually have uh, a copy of Grimm's Complete Works at Home. Nice leather bound copies. They got like the golden paint. Yeah, I yeah. used to have a copy Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. So, uh, I probably could have done the research on this. I didn't really want to. Uh, are their last names genuinely Grim? Yeah, I believe so. So, yeah. did did the term Grim meaning like the uh, like things you, are looking grim? Yeah. So, did that come from those guys? Is that how that's been? Or uh, I, they were in the. I'm sure that word's been around before because they were in the 1800s. I'm sure that word's been. Around them. Okay. I was, I was well, like, I have, like, I'm not a word expert or anything like that, but I am. Oh, okay. I, it's it sound it sounds possible though. Okay. It sounds possible. Okay. All right. So uh, on to tonight's homework, or anyone else, real quick. Did, did growing up, did you guys like the Disney ones? Oh yeah. Oh, well, you grew up with the Disney. That's what you had. You watched Disney. All right. I remember watching Aladdin a lot. Yes. Uh, Little Mermaid. That was a close Yay. second. I don't remember any other ones. I know I seen Bambi at one point, but I can't remember. Nobody likes Bambi. Bambi. Oh, nobody likes Bambi. Yeah. I like Bambi. Bambi's depressing. It is. I watched Elvis movies growing up more than anything else. That's because John Wayne mom movies. Has problems. You really what? John Wayne movies. Oh. Uh, McClintock. McClintock. Uh, North to Alaska. Okay. Hellfighters. Don't remember that one. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Getting off. To, oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. So, so I got an answer for a question about Grimm. Okay. And uh, apparently, uh, Grimm uh, with double M in German means hooded. Um, really? So they were named after that because you know your last name comes from a profession or some quality about you. So at some point in their life, someone was hooded in their life, so they were called Grimm. Um, and that's the origin of the word, and it has slowly morphed into today's meaning. So okay, so like yeah, like in the, like uh, someone can, yeah, I guess I can see how that could work. Yeah, like a situation's been hooded with mis- mystery, so it just someone said grim. Yeah. Yeah, like the Grim Reaper yeah. is the hooded Reaper. Yeah. Are they related to the Grim Reaper? Yeah, that's his second. That's their second cousin. Twice removed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Didn't make it in the family business, yeah. so that's why they wrote stories. Yeah. Makes sense. Who? Okay. Who wants to go first? Not me. Cody, you're it. Okay. Uh, my homework was the Bill of Catherine. Here oh, I, I guess what I need to describe tonight. <laughs> so we know yeah, what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. So, so for tonight's homework, I I 
uh, I text, I didn't text, I Facebook messaged each person individually. I hope you all didn't tell what each one was. I gave a person a location or an item, and they had to write like a fairy tale back or like a three three sentence or go complete Tipton on it or Adam on it. There and, you go. Yeah. Uh, and do like a fairy tale lore. It's all, they're all Quincy based. Yeah, they're all Quincy based. So. Cody, you're, you're up first. My homework was the Villa Catherine. It was built uh, back in near the 1800s by a guy that explored the Middle East for the longest time. And during his travel stuff, he fell in love with the architecture and all that stuff. And so that's and he incorporated in that to the design of his home. Uh, one of the local legends around the place is he was also building it to bring to for him and a woman that he was in love with overseas to live in when they got back to America. Okay. The story is either that she decided not to come, or she actually died before she could make it over here. I like the dying one. Yeah, the people think it's more <coughs> romantic. And instead of she's just like, I'm not going to go there. Well, anyway, Don't well, he her. ended up coming home alone, uh, living in the house for, with his, living in the house by himself with only his 212-pound Great Dane as a companion. Bingo. Wait, is this real? Yeah. Okay, all right. Then. You don't know that... No, I don't know. Well, anyway. I just live here. I don't know. Uh, he lived there until the Great Dane died. Okay. And then his depression just took over and his family convinced him to move away. But people say they have, there's a couple stories about the place. One, that there is a ghost dog on the property because they buried the dog on the property, apparently with a bunch of gold. Diamond encrusted collar. The diamonds and the collar, stuff like that. Uh, and the other one is that they actually see the ghost of a female woman around the place sometimes. And so, using that information, my fairy tale is sort of like she did come with him, but she was dead already and he could never see her. Oh, I like it. Never see her, but they lived in the house and, and he never moved on with his life, though. Like, he never, like, tried to remarry, nothing. So he just, like, he always covered what he didn't have, but he, she was there with him in spirit, but he could never see her. And oh, so he just like lived that. his life, lived his life, until the dog died, and he just like, I can't do this anymore, and moved away. And spent all those years just thinking what he didn't have. And then, then what he didn't have, when he could have just tried to get something new, is uh, don't hold on to what you wish you still had. Try and live your life to the fullest now. I think that's why she was still there trying to get him to live his life. Stop living in the past. I, right. Oh, man, I like it. That was good. Right? Yeah, I like it. And, then, and then I also got a spin-off Scooby-Doo movie oh. where we Wait, have, wait, wait. Forget that. Forget that. I do like that. Forget that. Live action or animated? What one are we doing? Yeah, uh, of the vi- one uh, correct uh, answer, Cody. Of the Villa Catherine. Of the Villa Catherine story. I, we say one. Either one, I have a follow up to either one. So it <laughs> I, I almost say live action. Who are you casting as the dude? I'm casting as the dude. I'm gonna need two actors. I need one for the young man traveling across seas to give you all the backstories. I want Tom Holland. No. Tom Hardy. No, because he wasn't. He wasn't young. He wasn't young, young, young. Okay. He was a uh, middle age when he was overseas. I would say, I, I, I sort of play because he does a good. Uh, he does a he does a good romantic movie every now and then. Hugh Jackman as oh. the young explorer across the seas and all that stuff. Okay, are we are we talking are we talking jacked Hugh Jackman or are we talking like Swordfish Jackman? Swordfish Jackson. Swordfish Jackson 
in between. Okay. So he's still he's still got the muscle, but he's not. He he he's he's got muscle, but that's just because he lives an active lifestyle. It's not because he's battling sentinels. And he's shit. he's farmer ripped. Farmer ripped. Okay. Okay. So all travel ripped. Like he's not just a layabout. Okay. So who are you doing, old Jackman? Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Sir Anthony. Hopkins. Sir, I'm, my apologies, sir. Sir. Man, we're gonna have to get money to back this up. So no, no, it's gonna make money. You like because that's your thing. You got Hugh Jackman and Anthony Hopkins in the sir, same movie. Sir, sir, Anthony Hopkins in the same movie. Yeah. Okay. One, one last casting thing before we move on. Uh, the lady. Lady. Young lady, old lady. Or right, it'd be young because she died young, so it'd be young. Not necessarily young, but somebody would. Maybe it's a thing for old women, old Middle Eastern women. Uh, Katniss from Hunger Games. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. She can't play a Middle Eastern woman. Oh, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. Um, who's the one, one ethnic chick from Modern Family? Sophia Vergara. Not, not, not like the upbeat, funny, but more of a. No, I'm, what about? You remember the first uh, Master Zora, the one with uh, Tony Bennett? Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones Douglas. Yes. I do not know the full name. Yes. But I'm thinking that sort of feel. Okay. I like it. I see Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Behind that. I'm seeing an entrapment. But the only bad part about the movie yeah. is that the dog's going to be completely CGI. How come? Just to, just to throw the wrench in. Like, uh, it's in the <laughs> okay. contract. Like, dude, right. I'm not going to work with no damn dog. And so they have to CGI the dog. All right. Okay. So, uh, Scooby Doo movie. Scooby Doo spinoff movie. Right. The Case of the Ghost Dog. And it's a Great Dane. Meeting another Great Dane, and then there's gonna be shenanigans where they're getting the ghost dog, and the ghost dog's not actually evil. He's just like, stay off my property. So you think, will Matthew Lillard come back to reprise Shaggy? Duh. Yeah. Because I'm only watching if Matthew Lillard comes yes. back to Shaggy. I like. He, he'll do it. He's uh, the only give, give her, besides Casey, Casey. Give or take Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince, but it's gotta have Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Oh, I was thinking animated for the oh. Scooby Doo. Okay, I can go with that too. All yeah, right. Like, Okay. Why why mess up a good thing? Fair enough. I ain't gonna argue that. I was gonna say there's only one correct answer for those who we do is animated or live action. Right. You didn't like the first one? Never. Oh. No. You didn't like the evil scrappy <laughs> I If it wasn't loved, for you meddling sons of I loved Scooby Doo growing up. I hated the live action. Did you movie. watch the Scooby Doo Supernatural crossover? Not yet. It's oh, on, I my see it. gosh. I heard it's really good. I thought it was going to be really stupid. Then I watched it, and I was like, I thought all those things now that I'm older. Here's my one wrestling reference. Did you watch the Scooby-Doo uh, meets WWE? No. I told you about that. So I'm not a hipster. Oh, okay. What about... Uh, I, did you did you like all the the incarnations of Scooby? Because I can really only like like the the six. Thirteen ghosts Scooby Doo. Oh my god, ghosts that was awesome. They Vincent never Price. caught all the goose, ghosts. Oh, god, yeah. Um, I like Thirteen Ghosts. and I liked uh, Scooby Doo. Where are you? The, the, that's the original yeah, one, right? Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. see like the? Yeah. It's like the newest one. It, it's really friggin' dark. Oh, the on, one where they actually have a continuing storyline. Yeah, like Scooby Apocalypse. That one. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple. I've got a couple trays of it at home. I haven't read yet. I watched, I watched that, and I was like, "Man, this is getting intense." Like, okay. There's time travel. And wait, 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 you watched it? Yeah, it was a series. 
Is there that, was a cartoon series oh, okay. that was. Oh, I, see, I knew the comic book line. I yeah, didn't know it was. Talking about two different things, yeah. Which was kind of funny because they actually put like a lesbianic vibe with Velma and a side character in that series too. Do you remember that? Hot dog water. Yeah, hot dog water. That wait, was wait, 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 wait. Don't that's put that's oh. what they call her. Oh, okay. Because okay. she smells like hot dog water. Because her dad recycles hot dog water to use in their bathrooms. Uh, so have they just came out and said that Shaggy's a stoner? Are they, yeah. are they still dancing around it? They pretty much all admitted it. In the they movie. don't think they admitted it, but everybody knows. Maybe not the kids. When but you go, you know, suspicion. Mary Jane, that's like my most favorite name. Yeah. Okay. All right, who's up next? So okay. far, we are one for one. I liked it. Those goes. That means you. I didn't go. I don't have homework. I'm the narrator. What? I'm the fairy godmother in this episode. <laughs> oh, you're up. All right. I got... Beauty before age. Shit. <laughs> My bad. I got, uh, what'd you give me? Catfish by the bridge. The giant catfish. The giant catfish oh, yeah. by the bridge. Because we live next to the Mississippi, and there's alien fish in the water. That's the, well, I got stories about that, too. So, as all good fairy tales start, once upon a time... Ooh, that came out really good. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> I've been practicing in my room by myself. Oh. No, uh, Looking at a mirror. Once upon like, a time, in a town like any other where nothing extraordinary ever happens, exists a legend. In the muddy water lives a giant catfish that, when caught, will grant one person any wish. Ah. For years, people searched and searched with no luck. But one day, a wealthy merchant offered all of his money... Don't know why, because he can just catch the fish. To the person who would catch the fish. Was the would. fish harming people or something? No, because if you catch the fish, you get to grant any wish. Do, does the people know about it? Yeah. That's, that's why it makes no sense. That's why it makes but, no but sense. If he, but if he's going, oh, it makes no sense. Okay. That's why it makes no sense, because right. that's what happens in fairy tales. All right, yeah, that's true. Good point. So the small town comes to life, and they all go out and search the fish. Now this fish, besides being a wish-granting fish, was not stupid. Noticed by me holding my finger up. That means it's serious. <laughs> so, this fish had lived for thousands and thousands of years and had outsmarted anyone that had ever tried to catch it. So, back when giants roamed, outsmarted everything. So, for days and days, people waded into the waters by the bridge to try and catch this fish. This fish, being a cunning, magical fish, avoided everybody. You know, dodging hands and... Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is at the base of a bridge, man. There ain't no one noodling by the base of the bridge. It's a been a It's a fairy tale. Oh, all right, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know what? No one's bashing I know, Cody. I know, I know. I'm being, I'm being a dick, sorry. Mine was okay. a more of a romantic you fairy are what you tale eat, I guess. loss what? and sorrow. Nobody so you're being a dick. So you are what you eat. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so for days and days, people try and catch this fish. And they all, you know, assume that it's true just because some dude's offering them money for it. So then people started to be like, you know what, there's no damn fish. I'm tired of wasting my time. I gotta go back working the salt mines. So everyone leaves. So then there's this kid, he's maybe 10 years old, and he's waiting out in the water. He's got a crappy little toy net, and he's, he's gonna catch this fish. He's gonna outsmart this fish. This fish is chilling in the water, sees everyone leave, except for this one kid that's just determined beyond all belief. And so finally this fish is like, you know what, this kid's got it. So the fish swims into the net, lets the kid catch it. He's given this kid all the determination. He decides, you know what? 
this kid's gonna be it. So the kid raises the net out of the water and he starts walking on dry land and he walks the complete opposite way of the merchant with all the money and this kid just gets this evil smile on his face. So basically it's your reverse morality fairy tale. The, the catfish went for the kid that he assumed was gonna do the right thing. Oh, the catfish's been catfished. Yeah. Okay. So your catfish, you know, he's like, oh, he's an unassuming kid. Whereas the kid's like, I'm smart. I'm going to trick this guy. But can't the catfish be like, well, fine. I, you catfished me, so I'm not granting no. your wish. No, that's not how it works. That's oh. not how the laws of wish granting work. Okay. The nominal cosmic powers can't use them for myself. living space. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. I went more of a, I went more of like they were they were uh, uh, like evil fish because during the the Boomtown days of of Quincy they were eating all of the mafia people that were being thrown into the river. So they became mafia fish. Yeah. It used to be called Little Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Who, who would you cast? Who I cast as the fish. Yes. Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> 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 who <laughs> I take from you your net. I cast you out. Who would you cast at <laughs> who, who, I just really love that scene. Who would you cast as the kid, Tom Holland? What is your <laughs> I think he's using it as a running choker. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Who's a good ten year old actor? The the kid from uh, Modern Family. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> Now you're just copying me. God, there's like a fly in the room. That guy's been messing with us what, all day. What, what Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel can't breathe. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> what if, what set this off? <laughs> I cast you out. <laughs> I didn't think anybody was going to get that part. <laughs> Okay, now that I think about it, that's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. My story, my fairy tale may not have been good, but that part saved it right there. I, I liked it. I liked it. Who would you cast as the merchant? As the merchant? Right, while Daniel recovers. <laughs> we're just gonna let, we're just gonna let Hugh Jackman. Because, ja because the merchant was based on George Metz, who oh, yeah. the Bill Oh, so are we doing a connected universe? Yeah. So is this, this You're is the, the Q-C-E-U. Oh. <laughs> hey, hang on, guys. He's almost here. Let's keep give, it, give it a good 20 oh. minutes. Let's keep treading water while Daniel recovers. Hopefully we'll catch a magical catfish. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> don't, don't give Tyler too much credit, because then his head won't that ever. That was great. That was such a Dude, great I'm not fun. egotistical. I just know. This fly is rather cocky. I'm, like, touching it. it won't. Yeah, he's been here all day. Okay. Let him live. Uh, no. Maybe it's your anthropomorphic fly from your fairy tale. Oh. That could be your fairy godmother. Speaking of Disney, uh, before we get to Daniel, speaking of Disney, uh, like, fan theories, have you guys seen uh, Emperor's New Groove? Yeah. yeah. So there's the witch that turns them all into animals. Oh, are you talking about the one, about the, the spider and the fly? Yeah. How, okay, why are they talking? Are they actually people that are transformed? So, yeah, so one, there's, like, cannibalism. So, like, the, as a spider, the spider approaches the fly, and the fly is saying, help me, and the spider says, too late or something, and eats it. So it's, like, cannibalism. 
cannibalism if they're two different? I'm just I'm just treading water on Danny Rico. Okay, I'm good. Okay, I'm sorry. But cast you out with a fish. Cast someone. I'm sorry. That that worked for me on so many levels. Please don't give him too much credit. Tyler's maybe my new favorite person. You son of a bitch. He wasn't the. You wasn't it either. You what? You wasn't the first one. You son of a bitch. Got my feelings being hurt all over the place. <laughs> I'm right. agitated out Snyder's not here. Yeah. A little less aggressive on Adam. Hey, uh, by the way, people of the podcast, I'm wearing one shirt. <laughs> uh, Snyder, three himself. pairs of pants. Snyder, when you listen, I'm wearing one shirt. <laughs> okay. He doesn't listen. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. So where are we? <laughs> Uh, your your homework. Oh, uh, my fairy tale. Uh, so my fairy tale was the uh, the caves below Quincy. Yes. And uh, since we're doing the uh, the connected Quincy fairy verse. Oh, are you ad libbing right now? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. A little so, a little improv. I like it. Okay. Yeah, so since we're doing the uh, the uh, connected fairy fairy verse for Quincy, um, so. The caves underneath Quincy were all built um, uh, as a, a, a elaborate attempt to hide something in Quincy. Um, is a, is a uh, giant maze of labyrinths and and um, uh, sections that, that go down and self-terminate, and it's uh, you're never going to find the center of the tunnels beneath Quincy. Um, and down there, uh, there is something that the people who founded Quincy uh, put there to keep uh, to keep safe. Um, and this this particular thing in the center of the tunnels of Quincy um, has a, a strange effect on the dead, uh, where oh, things yeah. like women and dogs don't rest. Um, yes, I like it. So the the man who built the Villa Catherine, um, when his dog died, decided that if um, if uh, if they could have enough, this thing could have an effect on the dead, then maybe he could communicate with them finally. And uh, he that's where he he rests today, as he went into the tunnels and no one heard to or seen of him. To find his love. To find his true love. Oh my god. To speak to her one last time using this powerful, powerful stone. I'd buy that. So okay. What what is a stone though? Nothing? Do we do we say what the stone is or are we just like is it is it part of the meteorite that lands in Wakanda? Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Okay. You could say there's this gem that has the power of souls somewhere in Quincy, maybe. We have the soul gem? <laughs> we have the soul gem. No no no, because that's copyrighted. Uh yeah. <laughs> we have the soul pebble. Soul pebble. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so it's a trilogy. So we start off with Cody's flick, okay, and then and we don't actually—if that's the case—we don't have Sir Anthony Hopkins in this movie. It's more of the love story, and then sort of building up the mysticism of the town. And then Anthony Hopkins is going to be in his movie, where it showed years later, where he's last his effort to get the wishing fish. Because that's why he's trying to get the fish so he can figure out how uh, to wish get to the stone. To wish yeah. or wish his wife back in existence. No, because he's read Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if we're doing this, then I want to include 
one of the last things that Metz actually said about the Villa Catherine. Okay. And that's when it's like all falling down, falling apart, and he goes to it one more time and he goes, I wish I owned it just so I could tear the damn thing apart. But he never owned it? No, he no, owned he, it. He owned it, but when he got depressed because the dog died, he sold it. Yeah, he moved to the oh. Lincoln Douglas Hotel and then the railroad wanted to buy it. And so they sent two people as a couple to convince him to sell it to them and they were going to demolish it and then the deal fell through so then the railroad didn't do anything with it so then it became private housing then he bought then he came back to it and then it became like a, a rent control apartment complex yeah and then they didn't really do much damage to it did there was there was there a lot of restoration there was a lot of restoration and okay. then it sat and sat and then in the 70s group of people the park district owned it and then a group of people uh what are you like a quincy nerd how do you know all this i worked there you worked at the villa Catherine? yeah when uh, like oh in the summer yeah, yeah i knew that that's Donna probably Hare. why you only knew about the villa Catherine. you probably told him no i got married years ago i yeah. got married at the villa Catherine. yeah you should have him that homework so, he didn't know so much yeah because you know me. that you know that little reflecting pool in the yeah, middle uh-huh that was filled with concrete and they had to chip all that out yeah. And you could go into the basement, and there used to be a crank. And you would crank this, and then the glass dome at the top of the building would open up. Huh. Okay. It open up all the windows, and it creates a cross breeze. The breeze from the water blows across the reflecting pool inside, and it was basically air conditioning. So join us on our next uh, Villa Catherine podcast. There you uh, go. Okay, so we go from the fish one. So how does that one end that leads into, leads into Daniels? So the fish walks away, but... So he, so so basically during yours he's, oh, oh that, that's how it ends. He, the the kids steal the fish, the the the, the Sir Anthony Hopkins gets the fish, and wishes for, okay, I, I I want to speak with my wife one more time, and the the wish that the the fish grants because the the fish got you know screwed over said okay well if you want to talk to your wife, you have to go into the tunnels beneath Quincy and there's a stone and you have to go find it. Is there a minotaur in the tunnels? There has to be. There you go. I'm, I'm bought. Yep. I got 20 bucks. That's set that down. Really? Mm-hmm. 20 That's bucks. A, I, like, I like the minotaur myth, but that was really loud. I like the minotaur myth, but isn't that kind of like a cliche with caves, though? It's a little bit of a cliche with the labyrinth and, and, and maze and stuff, but it's better than a troll living in the sewers. What if, what if there's a grab, grabozoid? Graboid? Graboid. What if there's a graboid in the cave? What is a graboid? Tremors. Oh, okay. Okay, if there's a graboid, then there has to be an ass blaster. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> that goes well. Oh, are you saying that because they're doing another Tremors movie? That's in, that's in the right. news. That's for later. <laughs> um, so what what time period are we are we setting this in? It's the early 1900s because that's when it all happened. Well, I mean, we can clearly... Well, clearly there, there isn't a talking catfish, so we can easily miff the time. Yeah, well, but that's when he built the house. That's that. Well, that's when he built the house in... That actually makes more sense time-wise when he did all this traveling, because you travel nowadays, it's sort of, eh. Like, it's a bad place to be traveling, just walk, it just, uh... Yeah, not exactly a place. place you want to send the dude to in the Middle East to... Because okay. then you get political and war drama and all that stuff. Okay, so let, let's go over our tropes. Do we have anthropomorphic personification with the talking catfish? Mm-hmm. Do we have the dog talk at all to him? No. No. Well, after the dog dies, maybe. Okay. No, nothing in your story, right? Uh, the Minotaur. 
We're, are we going with the Minotaur? Hell yeah, we're going yes, with the Minotaur. You have to have a Minotaur. But how do you explain the Minotaur and Quincy? It was the guardian of the stone. And yeah. the, they brought the stone from Germany when the German settlers settled Quincy. Yeah, Even though English settlers came first and then the Germans kicked them. Uh, all right, you history go, nerd. You go like 1945s and say that they, they, they evacuated the stone from Germany because of the Nazis. Blaming the Nazis. Fuck okay. Nazis. Uh, do we have any bad bosses? I hate Illinois Nazis. Bad bad bosses? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we actually got a bad boss free. In the, well, uh, we got definitely... We got death. Well, yeah. De- uh, time and death. Those could be figuratively what's, what's holding them back. Okay. Uh, be careful what you wish for? Yes. Uh, how explain like, yeah, he's going to see his wife again, but he's going to see the girl he's loved with, but he's going to die in the process. And he's completely thrown away his life trying to... Right. Okay. Uh, a curse? No. no uh. yeah, the rocker named Quincy. The power of the dead. Okay. Damsel in distress? No, 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 no. The fish. The fish. Oh, the fish's lady? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir, Sir Anthony Hopkins as Madam Fish. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hopkins is the fish? Yeah. The, then we can't have Hopkins as the old Jack. No, it's he that, can that's voice the, thing. the fish. He voices the fish, and he's also oh, himself. Kind of like Doctor Strange is uh, uh, Cumberbatch doing uh, Dormammu. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, don't go in the woods. Don't go into the caves because you're going to get lost. So we, so we have to work the caves in. Maybe, maybe the caves. Uh, are brought in during that. That is kind of brought into the story for well, the quarry. We have for an the interesting out for that too, because the reason we have so many caves underneath Quincy right now is because it was, like you said, a mining operation for salt and stuff. And then what was left over, they just built in the space. Okay. Limestone. Limestone. Sorry. I've stated it to him because he keeps making fun of me because I know things. Uh, okay. I wasn't you, correcting you. You do know an awful lot about this town. Yeah. Don't let him. He's a history major. You are. Yeah. Look That's what I got cool. to do with it. <laughs> you get to do a podcast. Yeah. Okay. So I, that was actually a lot cooler than I, I, I thought. Um, God, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna hit me because I made fun of him. No, I finally got the, I got the fly that's been bothering us for like six hours. Pissed all over your floor. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It was a perfect opportunity. He was right there. I didn't want to alert him that I was going after him. Uh, fly down. Fly down. Okay. Sorry. Was <laughs> that loud? A little bit. It's, it's fine. Apologies, headphone users. We're, we're still working the, bug, the, the bugs out. The bugs out? They ah. just kill them? Yeah. Ah. Uh, still not, not as, as good as my cast, cast out. out. Not as good as the cast out. Uh, uh, okay, so... That was actually kind of cool. I did not expect a connected universe. Um, so on to, to on to pass the nice homework to the nice topic. The difference between Disney and Grimm's. I'm just going to spout out some titles. I don't know the difference. I had to look it up. Uh, TheOdysseyOnline.com is where I'm getting this information. Okay, real quick. Are we just talking about the adaptations of Grimm's, or are we going to do all the fairy tales that Disney's done? Um, the the this website is just Grimm's and Disney. Okay. If you want, if you got any more, pull them out real quick. Well, because some of the Disney ones aren't grim. Some of them are Hans Christian Andersen. Oh yeah. Well, I guess right here, I just proved my yeah. So yeah, Little Mermaid's first one. Yeah. So Little so, Mermaid's. Hans so, this oh, web, this so, website, uh, so, so this website. So this website has lined them. Yes. Okay. Um, not even close. Brave. 
What? Brave. I don't think Brave's based off anything. Yeah, Brave's based off of uh, the Bear Daughter. Bear Daughter. It's, it's, got, it's got a German name. So I just, not, I, just, Deuter, I, I just Googled Disney fairy, Disney movies based on fairy tales, and I went down the list. Okay, Little Mermaid. That is like, whoa, the adaptations they did to that. Uh, so, real quick, a recap of the Disney. Uh, Little Mermaid saves a dude. Prince Eric. Falls in love with the dude. Prince Eric. Wants... Has infatuation with the dude. Prince Eric. <laughs> Wants to go on land with the dude. Prince Eric. Comes to Ursula sets up a deal. To, I will give you legs to go with the dude. Prince Eric. And but I'm going to take away your voice box. Right. So that magic that magic is done. She goes up on land where she is found by the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so they they kind of have a small little courtship, but then Ursula. With Ariel's voice, falls uh, manipulates Eric into uh, a relationship, and then those two don't they end up marrying each other? They're gonna get married. They're going to get married, and then how does she end up back in the ocean? I don't remember how Ariel ends up back. They get married on a boat. Who does? The Ursula's trying to marry Eric on a boat. No, when Ursula becomes a this gigantic, doesn't doesn't Ariel have her her uh, tail back? Uh, she, she goes yeah, because she, goes, she strips the magic from her, I think. Yeah, because like, she was going to go like, oh, we'll stop Ursula, stop Ursula, and Ursula's like, no, and takes her legs from her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then that, so... Prince Eric. Rams Ursula with uh, a, a broken... A sunken ship that somehow is now seaworthy. Yeah, because right. Poseidon raises it. No, no Triton. Ursula. It's King Triton. Yeah, and King Triton's a little... Oh, you're right, it's King Triton. Luby thingy. Yeah, and King uh. Triton doesn't have any power right there. Because she takes his... Oh, like, right, like, right. She has yeah, a whirlpool, yeah, yeah. and then the boat comes back up to... Yeah. Oh, that was terrifying. Okay. <laughs> How does... Oh, so that happens. Ariel saves him again. Saves... Prince Eric. Then how does... Then at the end... So, so Ursula's dead. The conflict's over. How does Ariel get back with... Prince Eric. At the end. The father says, I love her and I want her to be happy, and then uses his magic to give her legs. Okay. Now, in the original Hans Christian Andersen, when she gets the the legs, it causes her massive pain every time she takes a step. Because um, she dances for him, and that's why he falls in love with her, and so she puts herself through all this pain so that he'll fall in love with her. And then he ends up... Prince Eric, or I don't remember what the actual prince name is, but the prince in the prince in uh, Hunter Christian Anderson ends up marrying his original love. Uh, Ariel, or the Little Mermaid, ends up uh, she dies and turns into sea foam. Yep. Well, she dies. Well, the sea witch gives her a choice that she can go to the prince, and if she kills the prince, then she'll become a mermaid again. Because in the story. Mermaids have a longer lifespan than humans. 300 years. But they don't have an eternal soul. So in one of the, I don't know if it's in the original adaptation or then or a different one, like she's given another chance after she dies, she becomes like this earth spirit and basically hangs out in purgatory for three, where she has to do good deeds for 300 years and then she can go to heaven. Okay. Would that make a good Disney movie? 
no, that sounds horrifying. She doesn't get with the prince at the end, then she just lives in purgatory for over 300 years. Yeah, she a hot redhead, voiced by Judy Benson. I mean, I'm in. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. <laughs> what okay. about half her happiness? That's what, I, that's what I've always enjoyed. Not Which everything has to be a happy ending. She gets ending. a chance at an eternal soul. Okay, Disney is based on happy endings. That cannot be a Disney movie, at least not back when they originally made it. All right. Okay, Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I have never seen Sleeping Beauty, so let's recap it. Tyler, you apparently wrote it down, so recap it real quick. Uh, King has a baby, invites the whole kingdom, doesn't invite Maleficent, which is a no-no. Uh, she curses the baby. They hide the baby in the woods. Baby grows up. Baby pricks her finger, falls asleep. Maleficent turns into a dragon. Prince saves woman. The end. Kit, true loves awakening Sleeping Beauty. Uh, the true kiss. True. Yeah. Well, now, in the in the original, the kiss didn't wake her up. The, he like drops her off the carriage or something, and it dislodges the. Or is that Cinderella? That's Snow White. That's Snow White. Son of a. Anyway, go ahead. No, Sleeping Beauty, if I remember correctly, is uh, a lot darker. Um, and I like I like where this is going. <laughs> there is I a like, lot like, more gets, than just a kiss. I like this. Oh gets no way! Yeah. Wait, is that in here? Uh, really? Wow. Yeah, so in, in one version, like, wow. they can't avoid it. Would that would that story fly into no. this? <laughs> Don't even Oh, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking my kid to see that one. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Fifty sorry. Shades of Sleep. Uh, so, like, the, she gets put under this curse, but the curse is only she sleeps for 100 years. So there's like six fairies instead of three in this one. And so like they put the whole entire castle and everything on like to sleep for a hundred years. Okay. And then everybody wakes up and just goes about their business like nothing happened. And this dude like Prince Eric. No, not him. Like <laughs> rapes her while she's sleeping. She has she gives birth to twins. One of the babies who's somehow Why still she's alive. Asleep? Yeah. Man, this is one, one of the twins like starts sucking on her finger yeah. and like pulls like a splinter out of her finger which caused her to fall asleep. So then she wakes up, finds out she has twins. This king comes and like Is that the like, cause of the problem? <laughs> ah. So then the king's still married to somebody else. So whoa, then, whoa, 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 like jaw joking aside. So the, the the dude that had sex with the sleeping lady Remarried or no? He married was already someone? married. Oh. Are we and still so there? We're still there. Then his wife demands <laughs> that All his illegitimate children are brought to her. She tells their cook to cook the kids to feed to her husband. The cook like switches them out for like lamb or something. So like the king's sitting there eating this food, and she's like. Yep, it's just amazing, isn't it? It's one of your own. And so she's... And then, so then, the king finds out what happens, kills his wife, and lives happily ever after with a woman. The Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Is that Briar Rose? Yeah. It's Briar Rose? Yeah. What... What what did Jacob and William go... happen to them as kids that these kids get, like... I don't think they came up with the stories... Oh, they I think they just traveled around and you know, 
were told and then they just wrote it all down. I don't think they came up with all these morality tales. So what? What's the morality there? Don't have sex with a sleeping woman? Yeah. What are you talking about? The uh, guy. The guy wins. Yeah. What is the morality there? Uh. Don't fuck around with on your wife. Like don't like because the wife got super pissed off and was gonna make repercussions at him. Uh, don't I, don't. Don't be the wife that the, finds out. Don't kill your. Your cheating husband's illegitimate children? Was any of that in the Maleficent, the Jolie Maleficent movie? No, no, that was none of it was. It was none all none of it. That was that was like a rape story. Wow, that was a rape. They actually had rape. No, in, oh. no, it was similar because they cut off her wings. They they're building this kingdom. So that was, so they made Maleficent as as kind of the I'm I'm the way I am because Maleficent in Disney is a horrible person right she's the in evil in the cartoon she's yeah. evil in the remake she was like misunderstood yeah. I hate that I, I actually really really like the Maleficent movie yeah, it, it was pretty good it's like it's like what they tried to do with Freddy Krueger in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street make him like uh, that maybe maybe all the kids that were saying he was but that was a red herring anyway they made that into a he's like no nah, I did it yeah Stop making bad guys into misunderstood. They're just bad guys. Jason's just misunderstood. No, he's not. Well, to me, I think that makes a more interesting villain. I mean, no one is evil in their own eyes. Everyone is the hero of their own story. So, all of these people doing evil things, they have a legitimate motive for it. Is there a bad guy in any, any medium that is generally like, yeah, dude, I'm the bad guy? Is there a bad guy that enjoys being a bad guy? And not not because not because he's been not because he's a beat dog and he's like yeah I'm a bad guy but because like he just like from childbirth like yeah I'm a bad guy. Lex Luthor in Smallville says I am the villain of this story. Yeah, that's all I got going. What about the Joker. But the, the Joker still like uh, like in, this sees himself as an avatar of chaos. I mean that's what Heath Ledger says, but it's very true all the same. Okay, all right. Uh, Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan comes into a window with these kids trying to find his shadow. The yeah. kids wake up, find him, help him get his shadow. Uh, says, why don't you come with me? Uh, off to Neverland. Off to Neverland. First star into the right. Second star. Second, Second star, star to, to the, the right, right and straight, straight on until morning. morning. Okay. Matt Pat found where that is. I saw that episode. Yeah, I, I really did too. enjoyed it. I don't it. remember anything, but I remember seeing it. Because when Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman's movie was coming out, right? Please follow us, Matt Pat. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I say, we we do we really love you and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then they go to Neverland, uh, where there's there's adult pirates, uh, Native Americans, Native yeah, and then there's the Lost Boys because they're they're all separate. Mermaids. They're all separate people, right? Mermaids, yes. Mermaids. Um. There's a crocodile. They fight Hook for a little bit. And then they end up going back to because Wendy and the kids want to see their mom again. Yes. They go back. I miss my mother. And then Wendy's like, Peter's like, okay, you see your mom, let's go. And Wendy's like, oh, I, I can't go. And then doesn't until she grows up, doesn't Wendy go with with him? No, okay. they just stay no. there, and that's it. Okay. Well, in the real in the original story, it's a little more uh, a little more different. So. 
When Peter returns for his shadow on an evening when the parents are away, he accidentally wakes up Wendy. He tells Wendy about Neverland and the Lost Boys, who were babies that had fallen out of their carriages and were never found again. Wendy and her brothers fly with Peter to Neverland, and a jealous Tinkerbell convinces the Lost Boys to shoot down Wendy with an arrow. Wendy is thought to be dead, but the kiss around the kiss around her neck had saved her. When Wendy, John, Michael, and the Lost Boys plan to return to the Darlings' home, the pirates capture the kids and want to make Wendy their mother. Peter finds out and begins to kill the pirates off one at a time. Captain Hook winds up throwing himself off his own ship to kill himself and is eaten by a crocodile. Uh, the kids return to Darling's house except for Peter and the Lost Boys are adopted by the family. Wendy visits Peter once a year to clean his house and tries to convince him to see, see her more as a mother. As Wendy gets older she loses her ability to fly and cannot go with Peter anymore. She has her own daughter, Jane, who flies off with Peter for spring cleaning. When Jane grows up, her daughter, Margaret, takes over the cleaning and also continues to tell Peter the stories he likes hearing so much. Uh, I read the book a long time ago, and the only part that stuck with me is there's a scene, or there's a dialogue where it says that every time a child breathes in Neverland, an adult dies, and Peter is mad at Wendy because she wants to go home. So he storms out of the tree that they live in and just starts taking like really rapid breaths just to start killing adults because he's so pissed off. So how many people is in Neverland? Cause, or, or does no, that... every time you breathe in Neverland, you kill an adult in the real world. So is... But I mean, think about how many times we've breathed just now. So yeah. there'd be a lot of deaths. There is a lot of death. People die every day. Yeah. All right. Uh, and there's something... And there, there's also something... I, I saw something like a theory to where Peter Pan is like a murderer because he kills the kids. There's something in it. I don't think it's on this page, but I've never seen it. It may have been a Matt Pat thing. Uh, uh, who would go yeah, Peter was a boy... The James the 1904 Peter was a boy who lived with fairies and would accompany dead children part of the way to wherever they would go. Uh, He's basically a fairy man. Yeah, but something like he would also kill the kids who wanted to, who decided to grow up, or or uh, Peter Peter was the only one who couldn't grow up. All the other lost boys still aged, and when they when they got reached a certain age and they couldn't escape, Peter would just flat out kill them. You see, I kind of remember that, because I seem to remember, like, Peter treating Neverland like a prison for the people who went there, yeah. almost. I do kind of remember that. And there was also that theory that in, in the Frog Prince, the, the voodoo guy who had all the shadow people... Dr. Facilier. That, that the shadow people was was Peter and some of the Lost Boys. Mm. Yeah. That's a little bit far I've never seen it. I just know the dude's name. Okay. Also, I do know this. The name Wendy uh, was, was made up... Uh, by for this novel and has now become one of the at the time was one of the most popular uh, lady names girl names really yep hmm. interesting okay huh. huh moving on moving on uh, let's do let's do some quick shots here uh, Pinocchio one of the major differences is that Jimmy Cricket is killed Pinocchio steps on him but he still reappears later on as a story as a ghost another difference is that when the puppet first meets the blue fairy, I don't know who's the blue fairy. Uh, the one that makes him able to move around. Oh, okay. Uh, she tells him she's she tells him she's actually dead and waiting for a hearse. 
With all his troubles and poor choices, Pinocchio is left to die quite a few times. The original version seems to have many more talking animals than the cartoon, and it of course had more violence. The, vo the voice of Jiminy Cricket was voiced by the actor from Hannibal, actually. Really? Yep. Interesting. Isn't Robert Downey Jr. supposed to be Geppetto in the new Pinocchio movie? That's, that's been rumors for a while, though. I don't think it's going on anymore, is it? Mm, not that I'm aware of, but that would be alright. Okay. You just have Robert Downey Jr. making another person who complains about strings on him. Nice. Uh, he's an Iron Man Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, so Pinocchio needed was foot he's thrusters. In, he's just... It's this. It's the mirror scene of him in the cave. He's just standing there with a piece of wood and a hammer. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into that. The scene gets me hard. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Dame. Dom or Dame. Oh yeah, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You weren't even close with the grim fairy tales because none like, of these are. Only grim. one of these are grim fairy tales. Well, I, I skipped a lot of them, so I we're running out of time, so I'm skipping a lot of them to pass. Okay. We'll, we'll revisit this when Snyder's here. Since this is Snyder's about the good idea. ones, like a really horrible one. Hunchback, Hunchback of Notre Dame. You well, shut your mouth. That one's horrible too. Here we go. <laughs> Far from the happy ending of the Disney retelling, the original story ends with Esmeralda <laughs> being hung by Frollo, Quasimodo killing Frollo, and then he starves to death over the body of Esmeralda. Other differences include Quasimodo actually being deaf from how loud the bells are, and the fact that he is really mean to everyone because everyone else treats him so poorly. Frollo is actually a priest who made a deal with the devil, which Disney had to change because of problems that could have a cause with intended audiences. Yeah, and now Frollo is just a gypsy guy. molester, yeah. yeah. I hate when that happens. Gypsy, gypsy molester, what do you mean? He sings yeah. a song about how he's horny. Yeah, that song. I need the, to rewatch it. That, that song in the, the church where he's singing to her and like, like smelling fire. her hair. Yeah, that's the one. Hellfire. Yeah, he's you like, can't sing anymore. We'll get sued by Disney. Yeah, yeah. like he, it, it, the whole, like like Dan said, it's his whole thing. Like, oh, he's supposed to be this old righteous man, but he's like, uh, he's talking about how her dancing awakened a desire in him. Basically, says you know, sleep with me or you're screwed. Marry me. That this would make a really good live action movie. I mean, I know it They've has made a few, yeah. But I mean, like 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 now is what I'm trying to say. I think it'd be. I would totally watch it. Hunchback Notre Dame has always been one of my favorites. Okay. Of the Disney movies. And uh, the last one we'll do real quick. Uh, Fox and the Hound? No. No? Okay. Let's, uh, Cinderella. That Cinderella? Okay. Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh, yeah, that's a big one we should probably talk about. Cinderella, Cinderella, Cinderella. Snow White's bad, too. Yeah. Uh, do so is Aladdin. Do a, quick, do a quick recap of Snow White. Or Cinderella, sorry. Uh, woman has evil stepmother. Mean sisters, gets fairy godmother, goes to ball, loses shoe, finds shoe, finds husband. Okay. Um, in the Grimm's version, there's no fairy godmother. Uh, there's a wishing tree. Planted by her mom's grave. Yep. Uh, the father's also still alive and still allows the treachery with his new wife and stepdaughters. He's a oh, that's, that's horrible. Uh, he says that she, he's my first wife's daughter. Uh oh, my thing just crashed. Hang on. Story of your life. I do know. I do remember that uh, the step stepdaughter is when uh, the prince comes with the shoe, they do all sorts of crazy things to try and get their feet cut off to, their toes. Yeah. yeah, cut off their toes, mangle their feet. There's three different balls. There's not one, and the very last one, the prince covers the stairs in like tar, and that's how she loses her shoe. 
Yeah, because she keeps running away from them. Don't yeah, they? They get they get their eyes stabbed out too, right? The yeah, stepsisters. The, the tree that she visits, uh, there's no fairy godmother, so like two birds from heaven will bring her whatever she wishes for. So at the wedding, the sisters go to the wedding, and at the first part of the wedding, the two birds come down and they pluck out one of their eyes, and then while they're leaving, they pluck out the other one. See, with with uh, with gritty reboots, I'm surprised that wasn't in the gritty reboot. It was in Into the Woods. Really? Yeah. Who stars in that? A lot of people. It's a ma- it's a musical mashup. Of oh, a I ain't watching. I ain't watching. It was actually really good. I really liked it. Okay. Oh, that's the Johnny Depp one, right? Johnny Depp's in it. He's in it for like a small part, and he's like a molesting wolf. So he played himself. Yeah. Okay. That's a joke. Uh, I do not promote that. Um, anyway. Snow White's depressing. Yeah, let's do Snow White. Okay, let's, well, it's right here, so let's do it. Um, quick recap. Anyone want to do it? I've never seen it, so I don't know. Wait, that's Seven Dwarves? No, nah, yeah. not really. I don't think so. Evil stepmother. Who's the fairest in the land? Snow White is. I want her dead. Well, uh, they weren't related, but yeah. No. What? They weren't. They weren't related. No, there wasn't an evil stepmother. Okay. No, it was evil, just evil queen. Evil queen... Uh, she's prettier than me. I want her dead. Yep. Huntsman doesn't want to do it. Fakes it. She run, run as fast as you can. Runs into the, through the dark forest. Comes across the house. Breaks and enters. Uh, decides just uh, sleep. Seven small men. They're dwarves. Easy. Yeah, They're seven, fantasy dwarves. Seven small men find her. Uh, they work out a uh, deal for. For, she'll clean the house as in lieu of rent, and they'll let her stay there. Okay. Evil Queen finds out that she's still alive, disguises herself, tries to kill. Doesn't kill. Magic kiss. Puts her uh, poison apple. Poison apple. Puts goes, her to sleep. goes to sleep. Okay. Uh, la, la, la. Tries to kill her three different times in the story. The the evil queen was originally written as Snow White's biological mother. She still wants to kill her. Uh, later on, the Grimms rewrote it as her stepmother. The evil queen wants the huntsman to cut off, sn- cut out Snow's lungs and liver so that she can eat them. The prince doesn't. The prince doesn't kiss Snow White to awaken her. Instead, his servants are forced to carry her coffin back with him. One of the servants strikes the maiden out of anger for having to carry her around, and this causes the poison ap- apple piece to be dislodged from Snow's throat. Uh, yeah, so. He tries to kill her oh. three different times. Also, the evil queen is punished by being forced to dance with red-hot iron shoes until she dies. Yeah, because she goes to the wedding. Yeah. What? Why cut out the lungs and heart? Yeah, uh, yeah lungs, heart, and liver, I think, is what it is. Well, wh- why does she want to eat those? Eat them with some uh, nice fava, candy. Fava beans. Yeah, just because just she's to evil, to show it. how evil she is. Okay, I guess. Yeah, and the, if I remember right, the huntsman kills a pig, a deer, and brings her back the heart, liver, and heart, uh, lungs of the, whatever the wild animal he kills is. I just like in the story, they made her a little bit smarter. Like, she tricks her th- twice. Like, one time she gives her, like, fancy ribbons and basically ties her up so she can't breathe. Second time she combs her hair with, like, a poison comb. Then the third time she tries to give her an apple, and then Snow White's like, "Wait a minute, 
So then, like, she makes her eat the apple, but she eats, you know, the unpoisoned part. So then she's like, okay. At least made her smarter than, here, I'll just eat this apple. Okay. What else we got? That's it? Yep. Any, uh, any quick, quick ones you guys want to talk about before we move on to the post-podcast trivia? Frog Prince was bad. Okay. It's a, it's a short fairy tale. Prince comes... The snooty princess finds a frog, picks up the frog, throws it against the wall. Frog becomes prince. That's how it... That was the original fairy tale. Okay. I have no idea what the morality lesson was. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, don't look things... I don't know. Don't take things at face value? Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Uh, yeah, that was messed up. I looked that one over here. She gets... She gets locked in a tower. Uh, Prince finds her, knocks her up. Woman throws. Wait, wait, wait! She gets pregnant in the tower. Yeah, because yep. yep. the prince brings her that. up. She brings up the prince at night, and then they do it, and then they find out. So then her mother finds out that she's pregnant, casts her out, pulls the prince up. The prince is distraught, jumps out of the tower. Lands in thorns, so then he loses all sight. Yes. Finds Rapunzel with his two kids, because apparently twins are bigs in fairy tales. And then she cries, restores his eyesight, and they live happily ever after. Yeah, she was abandoned in a desert. I don't or a know dessert, depending on. A dessert? There's, Deserted? If there's two S's, it's, it's it was dessert a, it because was you want more. Okay. Anything else real quick before we move on? Frozen's nothing like the story. Frozen at all. Well, you guys brought it up. Do a quick recap, then. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just know it's nothing like the story. Okay. The, I, the only part that I could read and make sense of was that there was, like, a troll, a magic troll mirror that the devil made. But whenever you looked into this mirror, you would see all the worst things. Yeah. And the devil had this plan because he ran a troll school. And... So he hired, they were trying to take the mirror to heaven so that they could make fun of God and all of his angels. So then they, the mirror. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. The mirror falls and shatters into a billion pieces and like it lands in people's eyes. So that's why people are so nasty because like all they see are all the negative things. And then I don't know how that became the ice queen or whatever. That's the only part that interested me. Okay. Why is it in this realm of storytelling? Why are ogre or not ogres? Why are elves and trolls always the makers of the tools? Why are they the ones usually in charge of the forge? Have you ever seen a fairy try to make a sword? Shoddy craftsmanship. Okay. I mean, is there you, in magic? Is there a reason for that? Or are they just good, naturally gifted craftsmen? Or? That's kind of like the, what the dwarves thing is. Yeah, there's naturally. Like that's their talent. I don't know. Honestly, I never really thought about where the origin of dwarf craftsmanship came from. Okay. Nimble fingers. Uh, <laughs> I always wondered because it just seems like they're uh, like like uh, even in the He-Man cartoons, the guys the guys who forge the sword. Well, in the new the new comic book, they forge their own sword. The forge is underneath Grayskull. But uh, spoilers in the '84 cartoon, it was, it was uh, a dwarf as well. Maybe it goes back to Norse mythology because the dwarves were the forges of Norse mythology. Yeah. 
um, and Hephaestus. Well, he wasn't was a dwarf. Well, he wasn't. He was. He was lame. The original term of lame, but he wasn't. He wasn't a dwarf. Right, but Hephaestus in Greek mythology was the, the king of the forge. But he was. He was written as, you know, horribly ugly and yeah, yeah, yeah. stocky and long beard, misformed. misformed, and kind of all those things that when you think of a dwarf, you kind of think of what Hephaestus is, but large. Man, we're just like. We're just answering life's questions tonight. You know what? This is like our deepest podcast we've ever had. I wonder if there's a reason for that, Snyder. Oh, oh got him. Burn. God, he doesn't listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never said anything about you, Snyder. Just want you to know that. Oh, yeah, we know who the bromances <laughs> no. are. We got me and Daniel. I got yeah. Cody. Cody. Cody's the third wheel. <laughs> Cody's just like, screw I'm you, gay me. people. I, I don't mind. I'm always the third wheel. I like observing. No, okay. All right. Yeah, I like observing. <laughs> Nothing like a little voyeurism. If you're whatever you're, whatever thing. you're into. Uh, okay, so the post podcast trivia. Here we go. In Disney's Sleeping Beauty, who is Prince Aurora's prince? Uh, is that that's Prince Charming? No. No, no. Charming is uh, Snow White's Prince Henry. Nope. I used to know this one. What's it start with? P. Yep. Philip. Prince Philip. In Disney's Cinderella, which, which foot did the glass slipper fall from? Left. Really? Did you look at my screen or did you know that? No, I knew that. How did you know that? Because that scene where she's running down the stairs, Yeah. she's facing you and it comes off the close foot, ah. which is the the left foot. Okay. Uh, in Disney's Frozen, how many brothers does Prince Hans have? Twelve. Holy crap, how'd you know that? I, I When I first got Frozen, I watched it... Twelve times. No, uh, <laughs> eleven times in a row. Cody, you need to let it go. <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, the uh, songs were so uh, catchy, uh, I just kept it on a loop. It's the song from Frozen. Oh, I let it go. Okay, I didn't know there was a song called Let It Go. How, did you, how could you not? What year did that come out? The 2013. No. Like, a few years ago, right? When did Frozen come out? That's yeah. what I was asking. When, I don't uh, know. It's been a couple of years You're now. the one that watched it. <laughs> like, uh, 2015? I believe that. That sounds about right. Okay. We were going to the Google. Okay. And while you guys are going to the Google, which character in Disney films? 2013. What? I would have no reason to watch 2013. Why would Cody have a reason to watch it eleven times? That's why. That's why I'm I asking. It. I haven't seen the damn movie, and I knew it was a thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy Disney movies. They're one of my passions. Everybody does. I don't. No one likes you. Okay. You're a hipster. Oh God. Uh, it's true. Asians. Which? It's not trendy to like fairy tales, apparently. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like fairy tales more. Everybody else just like fairy tales. Which character has the fewest number of lines in a Disney film? Dopey. Oh. He has no lines. I'm just going by what this website said. <laughs> okay. What movie is it? Are we talking main characters then? Which character has the fewest number of lines in a Disney film? That doesn't. You know how many Disney films there are? I'm just going by what the website said. Okay, what movie is it from, at least? Can you give us that? It, I'm assuming the entire Disney collection. No, what movie is the character from? Help us I can't tell down. you. The, the name of the character is the name of the movie. Dumbo. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
The it's character, gotta be main character. The character has zero lines. Aurora is second with eighteen lines, and in the whole entire film of Bambi, there's only a thousand words spoken. Huh. Okay. Huh. Huh. Uh, in Grimm's Sleeping Beauty, the princess's first name was. She's an actress. She was in Gone Girl. She was a Bond girl. It starts with a T. I can't even nope. read my writing. It does not. I don't know. Rosemond. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Ro- Rosemond Pike. Hmm. Gone Girl. Bond Girl. Chick from Doom. Oh, all right. Up. She's crazy. Man. Gone Girl was that movie. No. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. uh, uh in Grimm's Snow White, oh, we already went. Out. I forgot this was a question. In Grimm's Snow White, how did the Vain Queen die? Danced to death. Yep. yep. Uh, okay. Before we move on to the night's news, oh, here's a trivia. What's yeah. Snow White's sister's name? Uh, Rain Black. Rose Red. Uh, I think it's Ruby Red, but yeah. Nice. And she's Sleeping Beauty, right? No, I don't think so. No, Ruby was a different different character entirely. What was she famous for? Nothing really. She, she got cut out of a lot of things. But oh. yeah, she was she was Snow White's sister. Had a uh, red cl- was it red cloak, red hair. I think it was red hair. Of course, you have her. Well, I don't have a thing for redheads. Okay. For all you redheads listening. Uh, okay. Anyone think more about fairy tales, Disney movies before we move on? Okay. I think we're good. Okay. Okay, on to the nice news. I, uh, there's not much to report, but I'm putting this in here for Cody. After three and a half months of filming, Shazam has finally finished filming. It okay, is so right. now it goes into three and a half years of editing. Okay, what do you think of the Zachary Levi picture of Shazam in his outfit? I, like, I, I like the symbol and all that stuff. I imagine they're going to do like a ton of work to it CGI-wise. You think they're going to do like the Injustice where like it's like lightning? Or you think it's just going to be the flat symbol? I, being DC what it is, it's going to have the lightning in it, I think. Because they're trying to go for flare. They, they're you, not just going to have a golden... Do you not like it? I didn't like it at first, but then I thought about it. If you're... Billy Batson is what? How old? 10? 12. 12? Okay. And the whole point is Shazam looks the way that he does because that's how a 12-year-old boy would see a superhero. That I enjoy. So wouldn't it make sense for that? That's how his costume would look? I agree. I agree with you. I think that's great. I think that's awesome. But I think with today's audiences and today's fanboys that they'll have to... And what DC is doing... They'll have, have to exp- they'll have to put like a line in there or something about it because yeah, like it, what they did to Cyborg. Cyborg does not look solid at all through that entire Justice League movie. He, you can see like his inner working stuff, and they're like, "Oh, look how mechanical he is." I think they're gonna. Do you want to see the I- hood? Do you want to see the hood? I like the hood. I don't like the hood. Like uh, I I like the hood because it gives it a more modern also, feel. Also, another name, Grim. You don't like the Grim. We learned oh, that late. We, we learned that earlier tonight. We did. Yep. There he is. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it, okay. <clears throat> Paramount Pictures is working on a Snake Eye solo film. Evan Sp- 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 For G.I. Joe? Yep. Uh, Evan, some Greek name. 
uh, who wrote Beauty and the Beast and the Huntsman was writing the script. Uh, also, in December of 2015, it was revealed that the that interconnected universe was being planned with five nostalgic toy properties under the Hasbro name, including G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Visionaries, Mask, and Rom Space Knight. The new film series will be a joint venture between Paramount and AllSpark Pictures. A connected uh, that, universe? Yep, that's Has, uh, AllSpark Pictures is Hasbro's film label. So... Here, let me put it out like this. Okay, oh wow. Okay. In, instead, of, instead of doing five different movies in a connected universe, why don't we just do this? Mask, Mask 2, Mask 3, Mask 4, and Mask 5, and then we can have... We just forget about the rest of the other guys. Because none of them matter. It's or, only Mask. Or just make one really good movie, and if it's good, make another one. Stop planning. Stop having one movie being a, being a hour and a half long trailer for the, the next film. Just make a really cool movie. I hate to admit it, but I don't like agreeing with Adam, but I agree with Adam. Like, I just want to see a one, like, I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, I have not seen all of it, but there is so much time that you have to catch up. And I know everyone says, okay, but you can do without seeing this movie. But there's always little tiny details everywhere. I just want to see, like, a one-shot, here's such and such as Batman. Okay, that's it. Now we never see him as Batman again. I can get behind that. Do we do we like the idea of of a Snake Eyes movie? Of all the GI Joes, he's probably the most you can probably do a yeah, solo. But he, but he yeah, he can't he can't carry a movie. He's, he's a silenced. voiceless protagonist. So it's gonna uh, all but, be people talking for him. But I watched I watched uh, a Quiet Place the other night. That was a really good movie. I'm yeah, watching a that Legend was of the Zelda basis movie behind it. I mean, Link. That was what. Talk, that was the ever made theme one, behind it. That's yeah. what made it. Yeah, but Link would have to speak then. No, they would. So, I don't, I don't know no, much. No, they would. I don't they know much. Chrono speak when they did the Chrono Trigger movie. Mm. I don't know much about these these properties. Do these will these properties connect okay, or will they have to do a lot of BS in the game? Yeah, they'll connect okay. Um, how, how will the Joes connect with Rom Space Knight? That's it's the, Joes in space. I want to see a Street Sharks movie. Which what is your favorite GI Joe? Favorite GI Joe? Storm Shadow. The yeah. bat evil snake eyes? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't have a favorite G.I. Joe. I wasn't a G.I. Joe fan. Okay. I don't watch G.I. Joe. What? Yeah, we lived in the same house. Wow. Uh, I'm probably going to get, I'm probably going to be called uh, a hipster for this, but I like Beachhead and I like Roadblock. Those are my two See, favorite. I don't know either Was one Beachhead of them, so the one with the, with the white hair? No, no Beachhead, he always wore the, the, Ski mask all the time. Oh. He in, in the cartoon, the, the GI Joe movie cartoon. He was the trainer of oh. the New Joes, and I always like Roadblock because he always rhymed. Yeah. Right. Speaking is hard. For which you, I, so. which I wish The Rock would do, but he didn't do it when he was Roadblock. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, next bit of news: uh, Burt Reynolds, Tim Roth, Kurt Roth. Sorry. Burt Reynolds, Tim, Tim Roth, Kurt Russell, Michael Madsen, Leo DeCap, as I call him, and Brad Pitt with Margot Robbie playing Sharon Tate are in Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, they, ju- they're talking to getting Timothy Oliphant as Charles Manson. Is this a continuation of like that Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Or is that no, no, it's just, just a naming trend. Yeah. 
Because this is the third Once Upon a Time thing that that he's done now. No, this is the first one uh, Tarantino's done. No, because he did Once Upon a Time in Mexico. No, that was uh, Rodriguez. Tarantino's directing this? Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Yeah, yeah I thought, I thought could have swore Tarantino was involved in that. He may have been involved, but he didn't write it or direct yeah. it. Oh, maybe not. I don't like Tarantino. Oh, I, oh, what? I don't like Tarantino. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really care for him either. Ah. What? Another hipster. I, oh, he's popular, so no, I don't want to watch him. No, that's not why I don't like his movies. No, 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 I don't want to like him in the nineties when no one knew who he was. No, 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 untrue. That is untrue. I like his movies. I don't like him personally because I think he's a blowhard and a an extreme hypocrite. I don't okay, like. Okay, so I don't he like did you wrong at your last? He didn't did me wrong at all. He's just the. He never called him afterwards. Oh, poor Adam. I cannot win with you guys. Do do we think do we think Timothy Alphon would be a good Charles Manson? Yes, because he's weird. Are we excited about this movie? I did not know it existed uh, until up until, until he said oh. Tarantino. Oh. Daniel, are you be? Are you stoked about this or care less? Or? Not really. Like I, mean, I actually really do enjoy Tarantino's movies, but all the trailers I've seen for this one has just been. They got meh. trailers already yet? I thought I saw a trailer for it. Yeah. Are you sure? Unless I'm thinking of a different movie. I think you might be. Maybe. I okay. could have swore I saw a trailer for it. All right. Uh, I'm excited about this. Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, is now official. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter will both be returning to the for the third film of the franchise. It's also rumored that William Sadler is going to be returning as Death. That's cool, but Rufus isn't going to be in it, so... Well, they can't really help that. Well, yeah, they can travel through time. Well, no, he's, he's got dead. a point. They can't have Rufus in there because he's dead. Blame. I know, I, but... What's going to be the plot, though? When we last met Bill and Ted, they were time-traveling teenagers trying to pass history class and win the Battle of the Bands. Once prophesied to save the universe with a rock and roll, middle age and responsibilities of family have caught up with these two best friends and who have not yet fulfilled their destiny. They've written thousands of tunes, but they have yet to write a good one, much less the greatest song ever written. With the fabric of time and space tearing around them, a visitor from the future warns our heroes that their only song can save life as we know it. Out of luck and fresh out of inspiration, Bill and Ted set out on a time travel adventure to seek the song that will set their world right and bring harmony in the universe as we know it. Together with the aid of their daughters, a new crop of historical figures, and some sympathetic music legends, Bill and Ted find much, much more than just a song. Huh. Maybe. I like that. Maybe. Maybe. I'll reserve. I like Bill and Ted. I don't I, like I don't it. want this to be another movie where I get all excited about and I'm like, well, wish I wouldn't have wasted my time on that. You gotta make Keanu Reeves is really cool. I mean, the dude has no reason to do this. And he has no reason to do anything. He's like the nicest dude on the planet. Yeah, he, like, he, he rides subways. He gave away yeah. like most of the money on yeah, like, like the Matrix because... Uh, he like gave it to like this special effects department. Yeah. Because he's like, you guys did more work than I did. Like, yeah, I've read a lot of stuff about that. He rides the subway. He's he, he's super chill. Yeah, people people come up because he was he was that sad piano meme, and people yeah. show him. And he's he thinks it's funny. He's like, I don't know, it's funny. People think it's funny. He like, like, he doesn't get upset about it. He also donates a lot of what he earns off movies to charities and stuff. I yeah, because he has his motorcycle company. I think he makes more money off of his motorcycle company than than that. So I think I think it's cool. I'm excited. I'm a big. Do we do we like uh, Bogus Journey better than the original? 
I kind of dig Bogus Journey better than the original. Bogus Journey was fun, but it wasn't better. Really? I don't yeah. think. I like the original that it has. Like I know I'm gonna get crap for calling this. Like it was more down to earth. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you. I it it definitely had the sequel problem. I didn't like the giant Satan weird. No, hell. Man, I love that. I like the Grim Reaper part. Yes. Uh, Best two out of thirty six. Yeah. That was fantastic. Oh, and then the the Reapers the Reapers line at the end of the movie, like you might be a king or a, or a city even a, street, even a street sweeper, reaper. but sooner or later you all dance with the Reaper, which he, was someone's. And doesn't he like whirl the thing around his head? Yeah. He spins it around yeah. his hand. Yeah. That was a. God, someone was some murderer was sentenced to die, and those were his last words. Really? Yeah. Was that before the movie or after? It was he, after the he movie. took it from the movie. Yeah. Wow. People people quote like Hemingway or Socrates. He He's quoting Bill and Ted. Now I'm not putting the movie down, but of all the things to quote, there's a bunch of funny last words. Yeah. Like there's like some murderer's last name was French. He goes, "Tomorrow's headline: French fries." Nice, nice. I like it. Um, did you find? No. Uh, yeah, I found a trailer for it, and it's the movie I thought it was, but the trailer is kind of shot on, so it's not what I saw. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't really strike me as interesting. Okay. Although I'm a, I am a fairly large Tarantino fan. Okay. Uh, last bit of news. It's not really news, but uh, To Hell and Back, the Keen Hodder story. I caught a trailer for it. Um, it's out in Britain. I don't think it's come out in the U.S. yet. Check it out. Great stuntman. Cool stuntman. Uh, I have a really embarrassing story that makes me cringe with Kane Hodder. I, per- I met him. I, I like embarrassed myself with him. Uh, he, but he, he suffered a really bad accident when he was young. And, and uh, like he's burnt over like 80% of his body because he, of something stupid he did. Uh, he's a cool stuntman, so you should watch it. And he, what was he, the embarrassing story? Yeah, so what happened? Oh, that, I, I thought you I told you. embarrassing story like you're leaving the plot book for the next episode. Oh, I thought I told you guys this. That's why I didn't. No. Okay. Well, you, you, you may have told us, us, but you haven't told our oh. loyal listeners. Okay, so I, I go to film conventions. I went to a film convention in Baltimore where he was signing uh, stuff. I had, a, I had a Jason doll that I had bought from a garage sale. It was all beat up and stuff. So I went up to him, and and I, I like stuntmen. I'm, I want to be a stuntman. I'm a sense of stuntman. So I just went up to him. Uh, anyone knows me, I don't really talk to strangers, let alone celebrities. Uh, for some reason, my balls dropped, and I was actually talking to him. And I was telling him that, you know, I, you know, one day, you know, I really look up to you. One day, I would, it would be awesome if I could work with you. And I'm a trained stuntman, and uh, this, and, that. and he kind of rolled his eyes or whatever. Because anyway, the point is, to become a stuntman in the film industry, it's not like you're a nine to five where you go apply somewhere. It's kind of like the old uh, blacksmith where you work under the that but to, but to get in you have to like beg you have to beg a stunt a coordinator which he is and when he rolled his eyes I realized he probably thought I was trying to like, uh, like hey uh, let me in and, let that, me in, let me in. and that's a really impro- inappropriate spot to approach a stunt coordinator for that and that's not what I meant at all I was just I was just I never gonna have a chance to meet a stunt man before one that I like and I was just telling him this, I, you know, the, like, hey, you're one of the reasons why I wanted to become a stuntman. And he, and then, and I just felt, I got really embarrassed and kind of, and just like, I'm sure my face was bright red and I just like clammed up really quickly. 
paid him the money, took my doll, and like walked away with my head down. I felt like an idiot. God, that's so sad. I know. And it, he, cause I, cause I'm sure he's like, yeah, whatever, fucking, yeah, whatever, kid. You know, a kid. I was like 20s, but uh, yeah. So like, even even just now talking about it, I'm like cringing and like, I got like, I feel. I like, get that feeling all the time, yeah. where it's like. Can't yeah, I, that was not my point. That was not what I just wanted. Like, I'm never going to get a chance to meet you again. I was telling you, I went to stunt camp and paid a lot of money because, you know, you're the only reason. And he thought I was trying to be a jackass. And... Oh, he, I guarantee you, he don't remember. So I don't even know why I cringe about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so anyway, uh, check out the documentary. He talks a lot about his accident and stuff. So. Uh, any other news you want to talk about before I move on to birthdays? Uh, the trailer for the new uh, Predator movie dropped. I saw that, man. I was like, I'm a big Predator fan. I was like, watched that. I was like, this is not good. Well, one thing I want to talk about, like you've seen the trailer, right? Uh-huh. And it seems like they're going to have this theme where there's this, I guess it's a kid and it's Halloween time. I don't think they should use the title Predator during Halloween with kids in the movie. That seems a little creepy to me. Is Olivia Munn like a science teacher or something? In the movie? Uh, I thought she was in the military. Yeah. Or like, does she have anything to do with science? Because someone posted like a really mean picture and it was like, I have more, like, it's more believable that there's an alien bounty hunter than Olivia Munn's smart. Oh. And I was like, harsh. Like one, she can probably kick your ass. Two, she's hot. And three, I don't know, she's probably smart. Yeah, hot girls can be smart. It's 2018. Um, I'm, I'm so a, glad you know what year it is. Thank you. I'm gonna go see it because Thomas James in it. He's born on the same day I was born. Uh, That's a very hipster thing. Yeah. You know. So I see anything. I promote anything Thomas Jane does. So. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. Like that movie, like that TV series where he was a prostitute. Hung? Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. It's good. <laughs> I bet you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but what do you guys think about the, like, have you seen the trailer, Dan? I did not see the trailer. I didn't I didn't see it. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Predator Like, I don't fan. know if they're continuing with the storyline they left in Predators or even the Alien versus Predator storyline. It looks like they're, like, start trying to start fresh or something. It's, I don't understand. Why is it that, this, why is it that aliens on Earth just don't work? You know, like xenomorphs, really scary on a spaceship. Because you're Z- in space and there's no way to get away from xenomorphs no on xenomorphs on Earth, or even even the Prometheus movies when they were uh, when they're on uh, the 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 engineer planet. I'm like, this does this doesn't work. I found it a little bit a little bit better than them being on Earth though. It's because on Earth, like yeah, we outnumbered. Eventually, yeah, you're gonna kill all of us, but we're probably gonna take you out before that. But you liked it, like I just and then well, it just, it's got the same feeling as Alien though. They're trapped on a planet with this thing, and they're the only things there. Yeah, like Predator, Predator the original Predator was good because it was a jungle. It's still kind of alien-like because there's no human-type things. Uh, Predator Two. While it's a good movie for a different reason, I don't buy the Predator running around the city. Uh, Predators was an amazing movie. I think it's highly underrated. Great movie. Oh, it was terrible. What is wrong with you? I, I like good movies. 
that the predator was awful. Name one reason. With the, the stupid name five samurai. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> this, the you know, Captain Useless who just has all these poisons, and the and dude that was the per that that was a great uh, rug pull because he's like the whole time the whole time he's like why am I here? Well, we don't know. We're all we're all predators of some. We're all like assassins and predators in our own way. It's like, why is Topher Grace from that '70s show here? Then you find out that he's a serial killer. I'm a monster. Well, too. yeah, but that doesn't make sense for the predators. Like, why did the predators grab him? Because, because predators why they know? Because the predators need to know how to fight and combat every single situation. So that's why they bring in different but types of killers. He's not a combatant. That's he's the thing. A, a killer is a combatant. The, the not well, not someone who specializes in poisons. They need to know how to, how to counteract that. They just kill him before he moves. Yeah, like you can't tell me that they've never run into a poisonous creature, ever. Not Topher Grace from that seventy show. <laughs> they don't know how to deal with in the uh, sequel. They ran up against Red, and Red just kicked oh Red put put his ass <laughs> put their foot in his ass put foots foots and asses. I also didn't like a lot of the, like the the cinema shots because a lot of the things were just far too dark, like <laughs> like not not dark like emotional like dark like I can't see what's going on. You don't need to see what's going on. Was... I I went to a Predator movie to see sweet Predator action and I didn't get to see any of it because it all happened in the shadows. My same complaint with Aliens vs Predators too. So Requiem. Yes, yeah, okay. that movie would have been fine if you could see what was happening. So, brightness. so <laughs> only goes so far. Yeah. So when a, when a movie's being, when a movie takes place at night, you want fake night. Yes, I want fake night because I still want to be able to see the action. I want to see what's going on now. If you're going to make us like a a cinema shot where I'm supposed to not know what's happening for a short period of time for like suspense or for dramatic, fine. I'm good with the blackout screen. But if there's something going on in the film, I want to see what's going on in the film. Not yeah. just leave your mind, what? your own device. Right. What if it's a movie about I said a blind five guy? Reasons, by the way, you only said two. What if it's a I, movie I'm about a blind three, guy? I'm at three right now. And so like the whole movie is just what? black. I might, be, I might be able to get behind That's that. That's a radio show. But <laughs> man, for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, uh, um, yeah, like there's a, a movie called Pitch Black. Yeah. That you can see the action better than you can in in a lot of these these films. But that's fake dark. I'm good with that. If I want to see real dark, I'll not turn on the damn light. So, in a horror movie, when they when they use the room, when they use this, it's all dark. The ghosts turn off the light, and they use their cell phone to light the room, and literally the whole room illuminates because the they need the audience to see it. You're okay with that where you wouldn't want a realistic thing where you only see this far in front of you? I want to be able to see the director's vision. That what that so is the director's vision. If, if the director's vision is for me not to be able to see the action for 90 minutes of the stupid 2-hour film, that director needs to be fired. If you, it, if you know what the director's name was for uh, the director's name for uh, Predators, you know what his name is? I have no idea. Nimrod. That makes sense. Nimrod Antel. It's his real name, but it's the original. Uh, the original meaning for Nimrod means hunter. So not not what Bugs Bunny and all them turned it into. Um, all right, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that, that's totally different. What realization? What? 
no, never mind. Thank, thank God, too. thank God, we're staying on track. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the Nimrod Sentinel? Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay, that makes a lot more sense. I thought like they were just like giving it a weird disrespectful name, but now that you said that, it actually means Hunter. That makes a lot more sense. Um, man, I can't believe you didn't like that movie. I did not. I tried. I tried real hard to like it. I wanted you didn't to like, like the, it. You didn't like the Yakuza? The Yakuza was kind of He was my rough. favorite character. Like, he was cool, but I why thought was he, he could have had a better scene. He's Yakuza. No, no, I understand why he's there, but is he there just to... Okay, now, now I'm on the next confused. Predator podcast. <laughs> that now, was really loud. Now you tell I'm, me I'm not loud enough. Now I'm getting really confused because one episode you hate Asians, now you're in love with the <laughs> I don't <laughs> hate Asians. <laughs> well, he liked it because the Asian died. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I hate how fast you guys are at this. I cannot you make on. it easy. You make it easy, I'm afraid. Adam's probably at home, like three days from now he's like ah crap I should have said this he's <laughs> like I'm going to write that down for next time three days you give me way too much credit that's why it's always the first part of the podcast hey you guys just yeah. so you know yeah, yeah. Well, uh-huh. alright fine <laughs> alright I like the idea behind Predators where they're shipping in stuff to hunt on basically a game preserve yeah, yeah. like the concept was fine I just think a lot of it failed because also you're bringing in these people these killers that you want to hunt to prove that you're a better killer but they kill is it two characters before they even get to the weapons cache. One guy didn't even survive the parachute. Yeah, like what's the what's the point of that? Like you're not learning anything. You're not doing any hunting. You're there. learning about terminal velocity. <laughs> like this idiot did not open a parachute. Yeah. Okay, all right. Anything else? Just up there's a new uh, Predator movie coming out. I hope. Like I enjoyed. I enjoy the Predator franchise. Like that was like my I think my first gory movie as a kid was pre- the original Predator with Schwarzenegger. Get to the and then that get, get, get your Ar- do your Arnold impression. We get to the chopper. Get to the chopper, Tyler. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Okay, I don't do impressions. Gubernatorial. And then that like, I, I'm sure I'm not the only. The first much. realization like with the, 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 the Native American characters <laughs> on the log waiting like I'll hold them off. And then later you see in the movie that the guy was camouflaged and you realize, you know, that predator basically just walked right up to him and just... Do you know who was in the original outfit who was actually doing the stunts for that? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Really? He got fired. So, was he dancing too much? Huh. No. He, 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 want, he thought when he was cast, he thought he was the lead. He was going to be the lead. The movie's going to be about mm. him. Then when he found out he wasn't, he was really pissy. Okay. That sounds like John Paul Van Damme. Yep. Okay. Uh, birthdays. Mr. Edward himself, Robert Pattinson. You know, Mr. I... Mr. Edward? Yeah, I had to Mr. look... Mr. Colon. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's Edward. His name's Edward. Edward Colon, yeah, yes. Edward. You know, this is weird. When I looked to find out, I couldn't remember. I mean, is he Edward or Jacob? So I went to the Internet Movie Database. Look You're at Twilight. He wasn't even part of the original... Like, you know how there's a bunch of people that come up and you have to go an uh, entire cast? He wasn't even part of that first thing. Because huh. he he hated that movie so much, they probably didn't even want him on there. Huh? I mean, has he been able to do anything after that? I know he, the character for Jacob tried to do one, and it didn't go well. He was in Remember Me. That was an all right movie until the twist ended. Oh, and I hated everyone that. Got and he was off. in Water for Elephants, where he was in the Remember Affair with an older yeah. woman. He's in a movie with the chick Claire from Lost. And it's oh. like a rom-com, and then you oh, find out Claire. that it's... Uh, September 11th, and he's in the World Trade Center. I just like that movie because his name's Tyler. Oh. Huh. 
Now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You give me crap for liking He-Man because he's Prince Adam. I was being sarcastic. So was I the whole time. No, um, no, you wasn't. It was a very hipster thing. Uh, Changing a, your opinions because you <laughs> yeah. other people's opinions are. A constant, a constant uh, Tarantino collaborator, Harvey Keitel. I liked him in From Dust Till Dawn. Okay. Uh, Deadpool, I believe Deadpool's love interest, B. Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tyler's hero and uh, love interest, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. He was great in that in that team up movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay. Double team. Double team. Uh, and a basketball parachute. Yeah. Uh, Darius Rucker, the hootie. the hootie or the blowfish, whichever one he identifies with. And uh, that was a very hipster thing. And stuntman for tonight, Adam Horton. He did. Wonder why we picked him. He did stunts for Jason Bourne, Dark Knight Rises, and Fast and the Furious Six. Okay. So nothing good. Yep. Sons of a bitch. <laughs> all right. So it's Mother's Day. We wish all of our mothers happy birthdays, except for Tyler's mom. Yeah, we happy wish birthday. Happy Mother's <laughs> Day. Uh, Except for Tyler's mom, you know I uh, so I went to get I went to get my mom a, a Happy Mother's Day card. Couldn't find one I liked, so I got a birthday card of the Justice League, and we opened it up. It says the world is a better place because of you, or something like that. And you open it up, and there's like a sh- Superman shoots out, you know. So I I like this card. It's cool. So uh, I I took a sharpie and I like wrote scratched off Happy Birthday and wrote Mother's Day. I thought about doing that yeah. as a gag, but I thought it would be too cheesy, so I'd never done that. Well, I, did yeah. it. I just did it because I liked the card. It was cool. What, what did your mom say about it? Uh, she, she said, I'm, fuck you, Adam. You're she, not my child. She thinks I'm an idiot anyway. She, she, you know, That's fair. Most of my family know. I thought I'm you idiot. killed this thing, Cody. What the I hell? I know. I think... It's my the gun on the ground. Done it. It's the same. <laughs> it's the Maybe same that's why one. we think there was two of them because it's immortal. It's now alive, stronger than ever, and it's got a vendetta against you. Sandfly. Cody's gonna be walking out the door, and he's just gonna start like being strangled. We're just gonna see him like just fall down. Yeah. Respect that fly got him. How'd he die? The fly. The fly. Superfly holding the head. Just went. They're they're remaking Superfly too, by the way. Huh. Yeah, I saw the trailer. That's all right. Huh. All right. Anyway, uh, Daniel, do you, unless anyone's got any more things. Nope. Right. Uh, 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 Damage Control Podcast will be reported at Underdark Comics and Games in Quincy, Illinois. Check us out on Facebook at Facebook slash Underdark Comics or check out our website at underdarkquincy.com. Uh, send us an email. Send us a message. Stop in and say hi. Yes, Damage Control. You can find Damage Control Podcasting on all the social media. The Twitter at Damn Control. Add damn control, yeah. Yeah, add damn uh, control, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look at Daniel like, did I do that right? Say it right? Yeah. He's a good little hipster. I was doing good until you guys interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook, YouTube. The Facebook. The Facebook. Sorry, you are correct. Sorry. The YouTube. The YouTube, the Facebook, uh, the SoundCloud, and the iTunes at Damage Control Podcasting, all one word. And contact us at Damage Control controlpodcasting at gmail.com I apparently bored Daniel that he had to yawn why was it all the the and then a the it's British the last one was that's a very <laughs> thing throw in, throw in some British stuff cheerio and that. all that you don't even like Brits hip. yeah you do <laughs> I like Manx Tony you Holmes. made fun of me because I like the Beatles 
The Beatles suck. 